Testing, testing, one, two, three. All right, good job. Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, we've got another episode of the Herfcast coming at you uh, tonight. My co-host Grady was not able to make it, uh, but I do have another guest in studio. His name is Eric Ford, and we've been friends for couple of decades uh, and in this episode you get to hear a little bit about how I used to be I guess and how how we used to be and uh, some some insight on the parties and habits and whatnot that we had and um, I guess essentially how we've grown into parents and how life changes a little bit so uh hopefully you enjoy the episode this one's quite a bit shorter it's about half the half the size of the last episode so um if you did listen to the entirety of the last episode thanks i hope you enjoyed if not you know give it a chance pick up where you left off um but this one not quite as long we're looking at two hours so not bad um, but yeah, have, have fun listening to these stories and thanks again for listening. I do that a lot when my fridge is still full. Yeah. That's, uh, did that empty the fridge day and we drank all of them. Like, but like I got, I got those, those three bottles and a few others, like two hundred and fifty bucks. Shit. Yeah. I feel like that bottle alone was probably two fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, two thousand fifteen rare bourbon county's probably one one plus. Yeah. But um I think that's basically the rarest bourbon county out there. Yeah. In my and opinion. now there's one less of them in the population. Yeah. But that you was you fucking killed a unicorn. That was what, like fucking four months ago or so? Something I mean, like that. I can't remember what you were up to. Shit. Wish I was here. Yeah. Wish you were too. Would have been. It would have been uh, one of the rare chances that I would have had to fucking, you know, have something, have something like that to share with you instead of you. I mean, I've drank them. I drank them fresh. That I got my first Bourbon County in 2008, and I fell in love. I didn't even like beer. You know, even when we parted when we were younger, mm-hmm. I never drank the beer. Yeah. I'd be like drinking fucking smearing off ice, you know? Yeah. Or I'd drink some vodka, something hard. But uh, 2008, someone gave me a Bourbon County. I drank that whole bottle. It was just a little 12-ounce bottle, and I was twisted. I was like, shit, I need this in my life. <laughs> yeah, I think I got, um, like, they're not all mine, but I got a 10, 11, and 12. Um, that we're waiting for uh, a couple of us, like the the three that had the bottles, to uh, all have a chance to get together. But it's waiting on that. 2012 was my best year of Bourbon County. Yeah, I went to a Jewel. They were selling it, and it was supposed to be little four packs of 12 ounce bottles. Oh, you, you and I the brought case. the whole case up there, yeah. and they rang it up for like twelve ninety nine for the case. I was like, Shit. I bought all of it, emptied oh, yeah. out the whole store. I was like, 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard It's hard not to do that. I'm like, uh, well, if that's how much it is, I'm going to buy every single one of them. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So, anyway, uh, welcome back to the Herfcast, everybody. Uh, tonight, Grady was not able to make it. Um, so, uh, my buddy Ford is here. Uh, Eric Ford. Uh, we, we go back a couple of years. A long time. And um, uh, he, so he just had a baby, his first baby, a month ago. What, a month and a day? Yeah, one month, one day now, yeah. And um, my son was just born, my, my third kid was just born, uh, what, nine days ago? Yeah, you're half a Brady Bunch. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we congratulations. Were, thank you. Congratulations to you, sir. Yeah. Finally so, get the little, do a little celebrating for the kids. Yep. And, uh, um, you know, we were talking about it before we had the kids, like we'll have to get together and smoke some cigars and have some drinks. And, um, yeah, now that the kids are here, we're doing it. And Eric, uh, was nice enough to bring the celebratory materials, um, so we got a bottle of uh, Eagle Rare that's a store pick, the uh, store barrel pick. Uh, and he also brought the this year's Goose Island Bourbon County, uh, well, it's two years in the Eagle Rare barrels, right? Yeah, double barreled. Yeah. In the Eagle, Eagle Rare. Um, and then he gave me a Eagle Rare cigar, and he's got a Buffalo Trace cigar. So. Yeah, I figure you might as well hit that whole trifecta right there. Yeah. So I think uh I think Let's we're doing all right little, tonight. Try this little single barrel. Yeah. See how she is. Oof. That's good. That's good. Got a little little heat going down in the afterthought there. Tastes like burning. Yeah. That's pretty normal. But um yeah, the the bourbon county is pretty nice as well so yeah this bourbon county is delicious this is my style of beer like yeah not too crazy they didn't go overboard all their double barrels have been like on point yeah i mean 2019 i think they started double barreling that one was a hit then they did last year's which kind of sat in the shelf i don't know the elijah craig one yeah this one blew off the shelves this one was super hard to find Last that's, year I was getting stuff all all day long. Well, this one was hard. So, so uh, Ford is quite the uh, quite the experienced Bourbon County shopper. Um, well, every every year until this year, um, Black Friday would roll around and you just see pictures of basically cases of each variant and everything. So he, he's been around the block a couple times. He actually took me last year, and. I got uh, two full allotments. Um, yeah, we had a good run last year. Yeah. Sitting outside, five in the morning, in the hood, outside of a liquor store drinking. I think with the mayor of Dalton. Or yeah. either no, mayor of uh, Dalton or Cal City. Cal City, I think. Yeah. I mean, he he showed up. He came out there with like $1,500 in the rarest bourbon counties i've seen in years yeah just popped them in a parking lot at five in the morning <laughs> it's like 20 degrees out we're just getting hammered it's good times yeah but 
yeah, it, it was it was a wee bit cold, uh, but nothing we couldn't handle. I'm sure it probably wasn't the worst year that you've you've sat out there. No. So I think we had front row too, didn't we? Uh, we were two and three. Two and three. Shit. Because because the one guy that yeah pulls up at like midnight he get, and yeah, puts he his chair show, out. Yeah, he puts his chair out there the night before, and then just shows up and is like, "That's my chair." Yeah. But, oh, uh, I don't give a fuck. He's like the only one who doesn't throw down on our whole little beer fest thing too. Yeah. Everybody else is cool. Everybody else out there literally pulling beers out their trunks. One guy had a keg going. I mean, it was, oh yeah, what was it? that? Was like a it was like a trail mix or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They had some but, good beers. But I, I bet we drank like three thousand dollars in beers in that parking lot that morning. Yeah, I'd believe it. Secondary value. Yeah. But um, yeah. What better excuse to uh, do a podcast than um. Uh, getting together celebrating the birth of children since we're going to get together and uh drink and smoke cigars might as well record it right yeah we need uh brian he's already an og with babies yeah i don't even know what to do with these things (laughs) i'm just trying not to get pooped on yeah well that's uh i'm sure it'll happen but yeah that's uh the message you sent me the other day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you guys do this. Like babies are just fucking shitting and crying machines. Yeah. Like, yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. This is number three for you. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it, number two already. Yeah. But number one's already scary. The, yeah. The, I mean, obviously the first one's going to be scary. You know, it's. 100% brand new territory. I mean, unless you had, you know, babies as siblings, you know, if, if, unless you're older with baby siblings, I should say, um, no experience in raising a child and keeping a human being alive, you know. You're not lying. It's like you wake up in the middle of the night and it's not crying. You're like, shit, I got to poke it. Mm-hmm. Then you poke it and then you're like, then it starts crying. You're like, damn, you're like, it's alive. But now it's crying. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, and then um, after that, it's uh, it'll be fine. You know, yeah. after, after the first one, like I, I definitely see that because like the first one, you know, we were super careful, I guess, and mm-hmm. paranoid and sterilizing every little thing, using the baby laundry detergent, the baby yeah. dish soap, got it the all. baby everything. I got it all. Yeah. baby everything. Now it's like no. Going in with the rest of it, <laughs> you know. Well, I know those poo clothes; they can go in by themselves. Yeah, <laughs> if they if they don't go in the garbage. Yeah, you ain't lying. I've already thrown one thing away. But uh, oh, it's it's not bad. You get used to it. So yeah, they're cool. My daughter is adorable. You know, can't complain. It does no good. So yeah, you so, already uh, you already got her signed up for the. PDGA. Oh yeah, yeah. I seen that. Yeah, she's gonna be a little disc golfer. That's I named her Birdie. Yeah, you know, because she's gonna play some disc golf, get some birdies, hopefully. So, so there's no uh, there's no age limit on signing up for. No, you just have to have a a date of birth. You just have to be alive, <laughs> and then you're good. <laughs> That's awesome. 
I mean, hopefully so. she plays disc golf and be paying for a PDGA number for like you know the next like fifteen years. Yeah. You know. But you um, never know though. She'll be like, oh, I don't want to play golf. I want to play ballet. Yeah. Who knows? So about that, uh, Eric is also a uh, disc golfer. Um, a couple years experience in that, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I think since 2006. Probably got my first ace in the 90s, 99, 98. Yeah. Been addicted since. Nope. Played pro since 2013. Played in world championships. You've amassed a couple of haters along the way. Oh, people love me. <laughs> Unless they're talking about your work boots. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. But a lot of people are sad about, you know, my lifestyle before the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, I don't know. Like, we've, we've talked about it before. Like, you're, you were the uh, perfect example of don't live outside your means and everything is all right. Yeah. So. Everything works out. But yeah, as long as you don't spend more than you make, you're good. Now I got that corporate job, got that disposable income. <laughs> you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. No. But Until, no, I, like, you grew up in the hood and then you got to go to a corporate Christmas party. A bunch of corporate office people. <laughs> give you anxiety. They're all talking about like their perfect childhoods, and I'm like, "Well, if I told you about my childhood, I'd probably be fired." Yeah, not not necessarily a childhood childhood, but uh, I'm sure we'll get into a couple of stories here tonight. Oh yeah, we got some stories together, like <laughs> for sure. Like our our time growing up was different, to say the least. Yeah. But, yeah, we've we've. We've had a couple of experiences together. <laughs> oh. oh, I was actually dying. I was telling somebody about how, like, every time I went to Indiana Beach, something bad happened. Dude, I was just, I was just about to ask. Uh, I I don't remember. Um, I know I know a couple people jumped off the bridge. Me and Gomez. What it was you and Gomez? I was gonna say I'm I'm pretty sure I didn't do it, but there's no fucking telling because my state of mind was. I I'm I'm not gonna remember shit correctly. I don't know why it all blew back in my head. I was walking through Target the other day, shopping for the baby, and I ran into Aaron. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I didn't talk to her. We made eye contact. I just kind of mean mugged her and walked by. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it made me think about all those good, good crazy times we had yeah. back then. The fucking pop-up camper. God, when it... Sh- driving with like a 87 Buick... <laughs> With a hitch and a pop-up camper. And there's like six of us in there because, you know, we're young and we thought that was a good idea. Hit them railroad tracks at about 60, 70 miles an hour with a pop-up camper on that 87 Buick. That mofo came right off. It came off and it... At 60. (laughs) And it it almost fucking plowed into a bank. Yeah, big glass, brand new window. Yep. Hit the curb, parked right out front. It was a miracle. (laughs) We We were shitting. I thought I was going right through the front of it. I was like, we just sent it, full send, this yep. pop-up camper through the front of the bank. It was going to be hard to explain. Yep. 
<laughs> especially trying to explain that it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like we spent all weekend trying not to get arrested, and this just was like a struggle. Yeah. We were young and dumb, yeah. Young and had some fun. Yeah. But some of the best times. Think think we turned out all right? Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, we exactly. got lucky. Yeah. You really think about like our partying days? Yep. We were like on level eleven. Yeah. Like, and like we have we lost a lot of good friends, you know, rest in peace to everybody who didn't make it. You know, so we we lived a crazy life as kids. Yeah. I think I started hanging out with you guys at like seventeen. <laughs> I know. I, I don't even think I was eighteen yet. I was That's, seventeen. How old are you now? Forty. Okay, so yeah, I'm two years ahead of you. I I want to say it was about. I want to say I was twenty. Yeah, I mean, you weren't old enough to buy beer yet. No. You know. No. Someone I, I, always bought us beer. Yeah, I was I was nineteen or twenty. I think. I think most of the time it was Gomez, wasn't it? Yeah, Gomez. He looked old. He he looked forty when he was nineteen. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we were throwing keggers and acting a fool. Me and my me and uh, my little brother going to jail together. My little fourteen year old brother. I did get your brother arrested at the age of like twelve. It was, it was underage 14. drinking. Was he fourteen? Yeah. He was young. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, too young for underage drinking. Yeah, but uh. Well, what was it, 30, 37 out of 43 people went to jail that night? Yeah, we filled the whole police station. Yeah. There were so many people in the police station, they just gave up and just were like, after a few hours, they are just like, go home. <laughs> like, except, we're not even dealing me. with this. Except for me. Well, that's because you were fucking ham-hocked. Uh, I, I was... They, they found Brian on the side lot. I'm pretty sure you were like chugging Everclear at some point. No, your fucking sister... Gave me so, what was it? We were uh, first of all, we were we were pre gaming over at the at the garage. The garage. I don't uh, know if you guys ever heard of the garage, but that was should be in a movie. Yeah, should be a movie series or something. Netflix original. But uh, yeah, we were pre gaming over there. I got my fourteen year old brother who's in town from Missouri. He's staying with me and uh, my older brother uh, for a couple of weeks over the summer. Ford's having a party. I wanted to go, and it's like I got to. My my older brother was working, and uh, it's like, I gotta go. I tell my little brother, it's like, look, you don't touch anything anybody gives you to drink at all. And um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was I wasn't exactly the fucking most responsible person. Not back the best then. role model. No, no. None of us were. No, and um, so like, I probably had six beers before we got to your house. Hmm. And I get to your house, and what was it? We started doing fucking flaming shots of... Oh, it was the flaming shots. Yeah, the fucking flaming shots of tequila and triple sec or some shit. Oh, yeah. We just went in my family's liquor cabinet, and there was just tons of old liquor. Like, they had a whole liquor cabinet, but they never drank, so it was just like old, nasty liquor. We smashed it all. Yeah. Uh, that's And then uh, after I set my face on fire, it's like, all right, I'm done for the night. Like, I'm not drinking anymore. And your fucking sister comes up with a fucking one liter bottle of Pepsi. Here, drink this. Mm, and never was, trust my sister. No, and it was it was probably ninety percent fucking Jaeger, and I just ran with it. Fucking, how many people could say that they had uh, the cops patting their back while they were throwing up? You're gonna be okay. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was just I laid down in your fucking side yard. My little brother laid down next to me, 
And uh, last thing I remember is a fucking flashlight on the grass and fucking footsteps. And then after that, I don't remember shit. It's all fucking what everybody told me. But the cops were nice, you know. They could have been way crazier. I mean, they found drugs, alcohol. I mean, they let us go on everything, basically. Yeah. You know, except for, for the most part. Except for me. Because yeah. they, they, they had to get me with something. Because, like, I mean, so, so you know. They got Gomez, too. Oh, yeah. They would have let Gomez go. He was actually old enough to get let go. Like, Freddie got let go. Him and Gomez, mm-hmm. same age. Freddie was old enough to drink. They're like, you could go. Gomez lied to the cops, told him he was Steve Smith. From Sheboygan, Michigan. Sh- from Sheboygan, Michigan. Which Not doesn't was exist. Not Sheboygan, Wisconsin. No, Sheboygan, Michigan does exist. Oh, so it was Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Well, Sheboygan, Wisconsin is the most famous Sheboygan. Oh, okay. So it's like, if you're going to lie, you might as well go with the most famous yeah. one. <laughs> When he said Michigan, they were like, that's not even a thing. Even though later on, we did look it up there as one. <laughs> but but uh, they knew he was lying. So, yeah, they, they had to take me for obvious reasons. Like, after, I, I, don't, I don't remember the exact number, but, like, after throwing up and fucking sleeping and, you know, sitting in the house for a couple hours before actually making it to the station. You that, didn't even get out, to, and you didn't do the walk of shame with all of us? No, because I, I, I had to wait for Tom to come get us. Huh. Yeah. yeah, we did a walk of shame. They let us go. There was like 30 of us like walking down the street, like yeah. hung over, the sun's out. <laughs> we walked back to my house, grabbed the keg. They left the keg. They stole the tapper, which yeah. cost us like 40 bucks. But they left the keg full. Yeah. And we carried it right over to Pat's house and went back to the garage and got right back to it. But, uh, yeah, I know that like fucking uh, in the holding cells or whatever. <clears throat> I remember I was wearing a St. St. Louis shirt, and I can't stand St. Louis. Like I, I think the arch is one of the most pointless fucking landmarks ever. Um, it's no bean. Yeah, well, true. The bean's pretty pointless. At least it's fucking shiny, and you can make yourself look funny in it or something. I don't know. I think it actually what it does is it shows the whole reflection of the skyline. Skyline. Yeah, that makes sense. But, uh, it's still useless. Fuck. I was, I was fucking. I was pissed off that I was wearing this shirt with the arch on it. <laughs> I started fucking taking it off, and uh, I had my nipples pierced. And I'm like, Stessel, put your fucking shirt back on. They're gonna make you take those rings out. I'm like, oh fuck. So I fucking put it back on inside out. And then you got fucking Chris, um, or Gomez, fucking a couple cells down, and you just hear, "What kind of bees make milk?" Yeah, for some somehow Boobies. he stole. Yeah, I'll never forget that. That's my favorite kind of bee. Um, yeah, he stole all the cards for I don't know what game it was. But yeah, there he was screaming out things. He was going crazy. They kept yeah. him. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, he could have. He was he was one that could have walked. But oh well, you live and you learn. Yep. And then you go drink the next day. It didn't stop us. No. It barely slowed us down. Yeah. No, that's I got. I ended up getting... Uh, it was a great party till the police came. Oh, yeah. It was a rager. <laughs> that's I got... Uh, I got nabbed with, uh, you know, the underage drinking. Cause I, well, it was August, and I turned 21 in December. I think so. It was just a few months shy. Oh. But, you know, I got that. You had to do the fucking Lados classes, which are like, what, uh, Lake County alcohol and drug offense something or other. 
Uh, but basically, you know, you're, hey, don't drink, don't do drugs classes. Uh, had to do those. Um, yeah, good times. And then uh, all, all these years, I thought that got away with it. You know, parents never found out that my little brother went to jail. No. Nope. They nope. knew? They, yeah, they, they definitely found out. Like one of, uh, one of their friends that was still in the area, because they lived in Missouri, um, you know, they seen the, they seen my name pop up and minor along with it, mm. you know, under, underage minor to have, to have the name in print, you know, but yeah, yeah I, I didn't find that out until a few years ago. It's like, Oh, you guys knew about that, huh? <laughs> huh. No one said anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those, those were the crazy days. I mean, just running from the garage to the Krizow. Yeah, I mean, fucking party getting busted at the garage. Well, actually, it was in the house. There's a party at the house, and they took Pat to jail. So everybody moved everything over to our house, to the Krizow, and like it was to the point where the 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 police station was getting pissed off because we were trying to bail him out too early, and calling like every five minutes. Is he ready? <laughs> Is he ready? Is he ready? I had somebody there with fucking bail money. Like just waiting for the call. Yeah. And um Hell until he had zero alcohol in his system. Yeah, pretty sure pretty sure we uh we we probably still hold the record on quickest bail in Hammond's. Yeah, history. I mean we don't leave our friends in. I mean yeah. you know everybody probably pitched in like ten dollars, mm-hmm. you know. That's how we all were, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a great group of people. Okay. I mean, and it wasn't a small group. I mean, we had a good group of like fucking forty people. Yeah. Every Thursday minimum. It was going down. Thirsty Thursdays in the garage, fucking weekends at the Krizow. Fucking if Boy and Mimsy were out of town, it was Pat's house. Mm. Fucking But yeah, that the night that uh Pat got taken and we moved to the Krizow, that's a, that's the same night that John John got uh taken down by the by the cop. No, I don't he, even he, remember that. He, he tried he tried like shaking his hand. You know, hey, sorry officer, all this is going on, put his hand out, dude fucking just Arm barred him, him. Arm barred him. Fucking took him to the ground and fucking. How shady, John John, nicest guy. Oh ever. yeah, yeah. But, Trying to shake the cop's hand, get yeah. choked out. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure they, you know, hey, fucking, you know, everybody fucking relax, don't move, and then somebody does that, so. Yeah. I mean, we surprisingly like the police were only an issue like, not even a handful of times. No, we got away with everything. Yeah, I mean, years of a, a lot crazy of, parties, a lot of shit that we shouldn't have for sure. Yeah, but I mean, for the most part, Pat's neighbors were cool. Uh, the poop neighbor, yeah, the poop neighbor, and then uh, what was the fucking crazy naked hot tub lady? The, yeah, the naked hot tub lady. <laughs> and then, it's uh, like, yeah, he had some bangers there. Our our neighbors, for one, we had the we had the. Uh, um, the trash neighbors on one side that were in the middle of a divorce and nobody was living there most of the time. Uh, and then on the other side, uh, you know, we had decent neighbors that the didn't Chris care. was just like a, it's just like a tad less aggressive than the garage. The garage got a little wild. I mean, you'd be throwing beers on the ground, chugging, throwing up. Yeah, but the, the Chris had people fucking getting suspended from the fucking tree in the backyard, too, with hooks in their backs. Yeah, I told people that we were doing suspensions before suspensions were cool. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, watching Kaz kick off the tree like Peter Pan. Yeah. I watched your brother get hung. Yeah. I was the one they, they let record putting the hooks through his back. And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, Cecil's a big boy. Yeah. I'm like, those are little hooks. Kaz, he was a little guy. He was flying around. He, two hooks seemed like enough. Two hooks and your brother, I was like, man, it's going to rip right out of his <laughs> fucking skin. Man, they lifted his ass up. He was swinging around. He made it. Mm-hmm. He turned ghost white. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we were hanging people in the backyard from with hooks. Like, yeah, at, at wildly that, sadistic. I don't know. Yeah, at, at that time, we had uh, um, our neighbors at that time, they were African-American. And I was the one that was in charge of always going and telling the neighbors that we're having a party or whatever. Like, hey, look, if any, you know, if it gets too loud or anything, just let us know. We'll chill out. And, um, yeah, that party with the suspension. It's hard to explain to the black neighbors why you're hanging people from yeah. trees in the backyard. Yeah. And, it's an you awkward know, conversation. Luckily, you know, cool-ass family. Like, we, we, we always got along great. And uh, when I when I told him about that, he's like, "Well, shit! How come you guys didn't invite us?" It's like, "Hey, you're hey, this is why I'm here. You know, everybody's always welcome. Like, you're more than welcome to fucking yeah. come by. Check it, it was out. barely. It's not like we had Facebook back there where you like send out invites to people. Yeah, you like knew someone or you just showed up. Shit, dude, that that it was mostly like that was like you like drive beginning by. stages of MySpace too. Yeah, 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 MySpace maybe, but we weren't using that shit. Yeah. I mean, we were lucky that some of us had Nextels and we could chirp each other. Like, yeah, that, that that's the that's the time that's the exact time frame right there is the yeah. fucking big ass brick yellow Nextel chirps. I had the flip blue one. That yeah. thing I felt so fucking fancy. Oh yeah, had the fucking color LCD. Yeah, or whatever fucking. Screen. Your boys couldn't even stop you from chirping them. Yep, they'd be sleeping. You'd be like, beep beep. Yep. What you doing, motherfucker? <laughs> Wake up! Hit hit the fucking alert button. Yeah, <laughs> they couldn't even stop it. Oh, You'd be yeah. like, hopefully you're not your parents aren't next to you when your boy chirped you. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was some wild times. Oh yeah. Like literally, like it would make a great Netflix series. That's you know, it's if funny. you could remember all the stories, because like they're a blur. I mean, yeah. we went hard hard. I mean, like, we were seventeen to twenty with the ability to get every hard drug known to man. Yeah. At any point. And, and alcohol. And, and do whatever you want. And at that point in my life, like I was that that's when I that was before I went and uh cleaned myself up. But like my, my whole intention in life was to fucking get drunk, throw up, pass out, wake up, get drunk. You know, it was just a never ending cycle. And uh I did a pretty good job at that. Not that it's a fucking good thing, but no, I don't know. I mean, I was fucking unemployed for for a lot of the time. Um yeah. And then, and then I, I got a job bagging groceries at Strax and fucking thought it was the shit. I was like, this is great. No fucking responsibility. I'm making good money and tips. Fucking, you know. Good money was like uh, you could get some weed, some booze, yep. and cover for the night. You killed it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was like fucking, it was higher than minimum wage at the time. I, I, it was, what, six twenty five an hour plus time plus and a half. Tip. Plus time and a half on Sundays, plus tips. And like. You know, for one, cash in hand every day. You know, there's there's beer and cigarettes right there. Yep. You know, me and Josh were servers. Yeah. So you know, we always had a little bit of yep. cash on us. You know, just enough to come come mm-hmm. party every day. It was the fucking lifestyle, man. But then, uh, yeah, then 
If you were working a cash job in the early 2000s, you were doing drugs. <laughs> or drinking, you know. Yeah. So it's good times. It was. I mean, I wouldn't change anything for the world. I, I would not. If I, if someone was like, could you go back and like be good in school and do all this stuff? Hell no. If you could have partied with us for like one weekend, you would have been like, yeah, that's... That's yeah. probably worth it, especially since we turned out okay. Well, that's 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 what I was getting ready to say. Like, I mean, I I never fucking regret anything that I've done because it's brought me right here. Yeah, and this is this is the best life I've ever lived. Like, I don't regret my previous marriage. I don't regret the dumb shit that I've done in my past. Because um, if it wasn't for all that shit, I wouldn't have what I have now. Yeah, we built character. Yeah, and we got stories. You know, stories. Fucking stories I could get us put in prison. It's like, can you, would, would you go back if you could? Go back and do everything the oh, same I'd run fucking it way. right back. It yeah. would be great. Fucking, I mean, can you imagine fucking reliving that time? Oh my God. We were straight idiots. You know what we used to do for fun? We'd stick stuff in the bug zapper, create a <laughs> chain of people, and electrocute ourselves while drinking mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah. You see sparks coming out of your friend's ears and ne- shit. Ne- next to the fucking pool. Oh, yeah, right next to the pool. I watched one time, Cudlow, he was standing in a little puddle from the pool. That he dude's feet dropped. lifted right off the ground for a second. He hovered. I seen sparks under his feet. It was kind of like that movie, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. You know when that like Asian dude comes down on the lightning? That was Cudlow. Except for he was going up and he got lifted up off the ground. But yeah. Uh, we did a lot of things that weren't intelligent. Oh, yeah. I don't think any of us, any of us, ever fucking claimed that we did. But. No, no. And you'd be like, "Dang, that's so dangerous." You guys are lucky to be alive. No, we <laughs> literally are. Like, <laughs> yeah, a percentage of our friends fucking, didn't make it. Fucking, it'd be like a fucking chain of fucking twelve motherfuckers. Twelve one, people. One guy. All, one guy's everybody. got a fork in it already. <laughs> And then you, everyone's holding hands, and the guy at the other end's like, all right, I'm going to shove this fucking butter knife in the other side. <laughs> like, how like do we you, explain that to Pat's parents? Like, yeah. why is our fucking cutlery in the bug zapper, and there's three dead kids in the lawn? Because we couldn't know. find the wrench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, fucking nights turned into mornings with fucking someone fucking taping aluminum foil in the windows because he didn't want the fucking night to end fucking all the windows covered in aluminum foil just so we could keep the fucking party going while he's pissing in a bag to throw in a fireplace <laughs> jesus <laughs> uh, yeah like our it wasn't even like a party it was just like every thursday there'd be like 40 of us thrown in on like a keg the keg would go dry You'd have to, like, last minute, you'd have, like, Mishka's or 3 3 a.m. liquors, and you had to make that last run to get, like, a couple more cases. Yep. You know? And then as we grew, you know, then the traveling down to, like, Purdue. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Then it got even crazier there. I don't even know how those guys made it through college. I never made it through a weekend there. Yeah. Purdue Cal was hard enough, you know, being up here, going to school. But Thursday, it was like, that was our Friday, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, Thursday, last day of school when you're in college, you know? It's like, now you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, get absolute ham-hocked, 
then back to school. You know, it was hard. Yeah, I did not make it through school. Well, that's well. My my high school days were were over by the time I I met everybody. Um. Yeah, that, <laughs> nothing like nothing like during the week having nothing to do because uh, a couple of your fr- drinking buddies are in school. Yeah, he like got oh, shit to do. He like, are you guys done yet? Yeah. Well, everybody started getting older. I kind of like. I don't even would remember how the, it kind of ended. It just kind of ended one day. Yeah. Well, I mean that's just growing up fucking can't last forever i mean the best time at the garage remember we had got like a couple high schools together gavit and morton or some shit and they showed up at our party and this was just like our party then all of a sudden there was like a high school gang bang fight oh and there had to be like a hundred people at pat's house that that was the fucking keg of ice house nice night wasn't it oh my god We we left pat in charge of getting the keg so he fucking grabs a fucking keg. Of, I think it was like Ice House Ice or something. Yeah, you get the Ice House. It was always like buy the cheapest beer with the highest alcohol percentage, so we can get extra fucked up. Nobody cared what it tastes like because we were normally just chugging it out of beer bongs or keg stands. Keg stands. We were spraying it on each other. We were. <laughs> it was crazy because I think a keg back then was only like forty fifty bucks. Yeah. It was pretty cheap. I remember we used to get kegs cheap, like that fucking. Uh, it, it would end up being like seventy bucks because it would be like forty five for the keg, and then the twenty five dollar, thirty five dollar deposit. And, yeah, and then uh, I mean, it, sometimes we had to get tappers because yeah. we break the tappers yeah. all the time. Uh, I don't think any of them were ever fucking cleaned once. Never. The so, dirtiest taps yeah. you've ever seen. We drink right out of them. The beer bong. It sat on like. The floor in the garage yep. never was cleaned. Maybe it got rinsed off. Maybe like it got dipped in the swimming pool that people peed in mm-hmm. and it rinsed out <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that was probably like the yeah. best it ever got cleaned. Maybe, maybe the rare occasion with the hose. <laughs> yeah, possibly hosed out when there would be like chunks floating in it. You'd be like, eh, let's let's run some of these chunks out of the beer bong. Yeah. It's still good. Somebody fucking backfiring into the beer bong. Oh, yeah. You go to chug it, then all of a sudden, you chug half, and then all of a sudden it fills back up. You're like, oh, no. Um, Same thing happened with, like, the uh, gas mask. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, we had a gas mask, smoked some weed out of. It's a great you know, idea they, they until you're choking now. to death. They sell those now. Yeah, we handmade ours. Yeah. 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 We went to Army-Navy. You buy gas masks <laughs> from the Army-Navy store. You get a little tin foil and a hose. That's all you needed. Yep. Nowadays, it's like you go to the head shop and you just buy one. Yep. Kids don't know the struggle. No. Nope. Of throwing up in the gas mask from choking <laughs> and then passing it to the next guy. Fucking. <laughs> and uh, there's the uh, when uh, we didn't have any power at the Crizow. That one of one of the oh. best one of the best parties we ever had was at the fucking Crizow. Crizow no, no party. Yeah. Fucking. And that that was while the. The, the trash neighbors were separated and no one was living at the house. And like, did we steal some power from them? Oh, yeah. Like, we we're had like three, three extension, extension cords, cords running yeah, across the, the driveway. Yeah. Fucking candlelight, candlelight basement getting fucked up playing some fucking uh, 
what was that board risk. game? Risk, yeah. Risk by Candlelight. Yep. In the creepiest basement. Because the Krizow was like a 1930s house in Hammond, and it was creepy, you know? Unfin- like unfinished basement. Unfinished they, they basement with a- one creepy finished bedroom. Yeah. Um, it was a cool bedroom, though, like the way it was set up. Carpet that could cure cancer. Uh, fucking. I liked how the bed, your bed back in there was like in the built wall. into the wall. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, some great times just fucking, hanging out down there. That like 1960s space bong. Yeah, that we found just like randomly in the house. Uh, yeah, that was uh, uh, turned out to. Well, I I didn't know it at the time. My brother knew it, but you know it was uh, it was our dad's. But nice. yeah, the thing is like chrome on the outside. But if you held it up to the light, it was like uh, like see through, and it was like red, red with. Uh, fucking glitter in it but if it w- if you weren't holding it up to the light it was just chrome yeah but um space bomb yeah all the all the beirut or uh as most would call it beer pong beer pong yeah. um yeah we did call it beirut back then fucking we're old the shit that like i mean the, the, that ping pong ball would hit the floor and like roll on the bathroom floor is like in anywhere it, it would go no it would matter go in where. a rinse cup that's been used the rinse cup was the most it was actually better just to let the ball hit the floor and throw it back in the cup because if you did they would dip it in the rinse cup and the rinse cup looked like people were spitting chewing tobacco in it (laughs) it's about time to clean this one out yeah we'd be chugging those beers out of those cups we were (laughs) terrible yeah yeah i watched we're going on the ground just just rub it off it's fine a little Mm -hmm. dirt Someone like that's back in the day, like you know, you landed a shot in beer pong. You're like, damn, I gotta chug that. Yeah. What's all that stuff floating in there? Ah, eh, fuck it. Part of the game. Yeah, part of the game. You wanted to play. <laughs> you want to chug you knew twelve what beers, you were dude? Into. Yeah, this is it. You knew what you were fucking getting into. Yeah, we played everything. I mean, we had we had every drinking game down back then. Yeah. You know, beer pong. Um, what was the card game? Waterfall. What was the one with the waterfall? Uh, asshole. Asshole. I mean, no, asshole I, was a terrible game. Was asshole waterfall or no? I don't know because I was. Here's the problem: is I never remembered how to play any of those games because I get so fucked up and yeah. forget the rules every time. Yeah. How it should be. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, play. yeah. At asshole. If you if you flipped a four, it was a waterfall. Oh yeah. Then yeah. Then yeah. Everybody had to drink oh, no, until four, you stopped drinking. Social. Or four social. Yeah. yeah. That was some cool rules. I mean, that was a great drinking game. Yeah. Quarters, oh yeah, I mean, speed quarters, speed quarters, quarters. quarters. I Fucking mean, yeah, we we did anything to get wasted. I mean, Edward Forty Hands. That I can't tell you how many times you guys did I don't, that. I, don't I never care did what it. you say. That that was one of the best games ever. Edward Forty Hands. So Edward yeah. Edward Forty Hands. Like you, uh, you know, it's if you can't figure it out, you got two forties, but the forties are duct taped to your hands, like Edward Scissor Hands, but so, with forties. You can't you can't use your hands to like take a piss or Nothing. smoke a cigarette or you know um, you have two hands duct taped with a forty in each hand. So you had to drink both. Well, a lot of people took it as you had to drink both forties before you could free your hands and fucking you know whatnot. But uh, you know the smart ones they just down the first forty, cut that one off, and then you know smooth sailing from there. But uh, I remember like. I, I used to have a, a fucking setup when we'd play, like the the microwave in the kitchen. I'd set up like four cigarettes 
on the, on top of the microwave, so hanging off just a little bit next to a candle. So you could just dip in. <laughs> yep. So I like if I wanted a cigarette and I still had both uh, both hands full, I could just you know go ahead grab it, light it off the candle. I'm good to go. We were. Uh, it was just it was bad timing. If if you had to piss, Oof. like and you it know was your like, boy's right, not holding it for you. Yeah, you you got it. You got to down that forty. Basil real might quick. have held it for you. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> um. What other games did we play? Century Club. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fucking do a shot of be- 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes. Yeah. Every minute you take a shot of beer. It doesn't sound like a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it fucking gets you. Century Club will destroy your liver. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were like binge drinkers. We were like, oh, let's just kick back and have a drink. We were like, let's get wasted. And it was like, who could drink the most beer for $4.50 that you threw in? Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you always had those people who never threw in. What's fucking the the no power party? Fucking that that that, that wasn't even supposed. Like we weren't even doing anything that night. And it was just like, oh hey, you know, so and so came by, and then fucking Nate comes by. He's like, you know, there's like twenty people in the house. Twenty people in the house was like not like an uncommon regular day. Yeah, it was weird. But, uh, but you go over there and like 15 people were in there just chilling, playing a little poker, drinking, smoking. Mm-hmm. That was just like a regular day, just like a straight trap house yeah. for like. I mean, we had no power for God's sake. Yeah. Oh, no pants parties. Yep. I mean, we invented those. I don't think we invented it, but I it was. I felt like we did. Yeah. Because it was, it was like one Ain't of those. Nobody else in this area was doing no pants yeah, parties. It was, it was like one of those things, like one of those stupid, uh, stupid calendar holidays. It was like, oh yeah, the last Friday of May is no pants day. So of course we, we have would a fucking talk no these pants girls party. into coming over and put, taking their pants off. Yeah, and my sense. fucking my parents and my aunts end up showing up. Uh, <laughs> why has everybody got no pants? <clears throat> no, no, no. They knew, like they, they knew what was going on. They fucking participated. Like this is this is stupid. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Like it, like nobody nobody was expecting that. No. And like my 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 one well actually both my aunts were pretty much like pretty pretty hardcore in the religious side of things, and they show up and 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 underwear. You know, granted it was like you know like some granny panties. No, like more than that. Like, like you shorts. know, like some yeah, like yeah. leggings or whatever. Like short, like the short leggings. I don't know what they're fucking called. But um, yeah, we still got the flyer somewhere. Like I found the flyer. Uh, I I find it like every couple of months. I'll be going through shit. Like oh hey, there it is. Fucking got like it signed. Handmade flyers. Yeah. Well, handmade with the with the copy machine. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was like handmade. Oh yeah, like on, on the fucking copied, yeah. On like the fucking original Windows fucking uh, Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that that no power party like what was it? Nate Nate got there and there's like 20 people there, and like we didn't have any beer. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, man, nobody's got any money tonight. He's like, and we we didn't have anybody there that was fucking 21, and uh, well, it's like, oh, I know true. the I know the neighbors across the street, a couple doors down. Like, I'll go see if they'll buy us a keg. Nate 
Nate fucking threw out like fucking a hundred bucks. He's like, go fucking shit. Sure. As shit. The neighbors went and grabbed us a keg. Fucking. Those are good. Tell him to keep the change. And, um, we, we didn't have anything to fucking, we didn't have like a keg container to fucking put ice around it. So we ran down the fucking alley and grabbed fucking a garbage can, an empty garbage can from the alley from somebody's house. And, um, put that in the kitchen, put the keg in there, loaded it up with ice. And, um, like fucking 15, 20 minutes later, somebody's like, oh, why is there water on the floor? It's a fucking hole in the bottom of the fucking garbage bag. Ugh. So all the ice is, all the ice and fucking shitty beer that people pour out before they pour their cup. All on a good foam. Oh, yeah. Fucking all over the kitchen floor. Mm. Good times. I couldn't imagine having, having to clean the Krizau. Dude, we had to put non-slip tape on the fucking stairs to the basement. <laughs> like the fucking yellow and black safety fucking grip tape. Yeah. Like we had that line in the fucking stairs going oh, to the basement. Oh, I mean, I ate shit going down those stairs many times. Oh, yeah. I'm really surprised that like the wall at those the bottom of the stairs. Those first three steps was... to get to the flat, like yeah. you were dead. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you how many people probably died right there. <laughs> I, I can't believe I I think only one person ever like took a took a hard fall into the wall and that was Donnie. But he 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 was drinking the jungle juice and like God, our jungle juices. He he was he was drinking it like it was fucking like it was a Miller Lite, just down in it. And the you know, like fucking half hour into the party, he fucking tanks down the steps, fucking back back up against the fucking wall and just passed out for like an hour or so and everybody just walking over him like yeah he's still breathing we put like four <laughs> gallons of like Everclear, then vodka then tequila then rum and uh, be like, so the the original jungle juice recipe that that we had courtesy of our buddy mario uh it was um like we, we always did a double batch so it was two bottles of vodka two bottles of Everclear. And uh, <laughs> two bottles of 151. Oh, yeah, the 151. I knew it was all flammable. And then, what was it, uh, eight eight random two liters of pop, like lemon, lime, squirt. Yeah, uh, like those Hawaiian, big, like, punch. Hawaiian punches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sprite. And, and then throwing the fruit in there. And then a couple bags of grapes, fucking watermelon, I didn't strawberries. Think, I made a deal with somebody one day. And they said that they're like, the grapes absorb the most alcohol. Yeah. You know? So I was like, that can't be that true. So someone gave me a full cup of just grapes. And they're like, well, just eat these grapes if it's not that strong. And after about 20 grapes, I think I threw up. Yeah. Like, there was so much alcohol in those grapes. Like, it literally got me so drunk I threw up. So, like, the the single batch um, would fill a 10-gallon tank. Because that's what we used to do. We'd fucking put in a 10-gallon fish tank. After after shit got real, it was like, all right, you know, we'd, we'd make it in a fucking big-ass cooler. But, like, the, the thing, like, you put the fruit, you make it two days before the party Man. so that all the fruit has a chance to fucking soak I'd be over there, like, picking and, through fruit for days Oh, before. dude, like, it, it, you always knew when it was somebody's first time fucking. Yeah, they'd, they'd load that cup up with fruit. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking that the, it's just snack time. No, it's blow chunks time. <laughs> Be throwing up, fucking have grape skins coming out of your nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've had it. <laughs> Good times. So, 
Yeah, my liver still hurts thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, why? we were just all about, like, the most overpotent alcohols that we can get a hold of. Yeah. It wasn't about enjoyment. Like this, like, oh, look at us now. Yeah. We're like, drink a nice single barrel of whiskey little in sip. a fucking $40 bourbon county that's been aged for two years. When back in the day, we're like, yeah, ice house ice. Yeah. Mad dog. <laughs> What was the other one? What was like the, what was it, uh, Natty Ice? Yeah. I mean, we drank all those terrible beers. Bush Lights before. But I still love Bush Light. Yeah. And High Life. High Life's my favorite regular yeah. beer, you know, because that's what I grew up on, and that was like the only beer I really liked. It had a little extra sugar in it. Sometimes we get fancy, get Miller Light. That was yeah. like, that was when we were high end. Or even I remember like being back then, I thought Rolling Rock was like, Oh, yeah. Super high end because it came in a glass bottle. I was like, yeah. shit, you're a green, fancy. A green glass bottle. Oh, no. What about Mickey's? Oh, yeah. The fucking oh, grenades. Mickey's grenades? Yep. Those destroyed many lives. Tasted like asshole. <clears throat> Six pack of like grenades, it. though. You were done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was it. You were done. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. How far we've come. Yeah. All familyed up and working men. Is, uh, what's going on with uh, disc golf? You got anything coming up with that? No, that's fucking too cold. Yeah? No. Oh, come on. When did that happen? Too old now. <laughs> no tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen the... The Netflix series about like the Baptists out here that were like raping everybody. No, I I, I just seen that. Like, what church was that? Hammond Baptist. Oh, was it? Yeah, First oh, Baptist. That's kind of what I figured. But yeah, who's uh, associated with Hiles Anderson? Yeah, where I'm going tomorrow to set up a disc golf course. I don't know how many people are gonna get raped over this course, but hopefully not too many. <laughs> I mean, that's that's brutal. Like, yeah, it's uh, I some I seen somebody post about it. And like somebody kind of like, oh shit, there's that church in Hammond. Yeah. Like my my first thought is Hammond Baptist, oh, but yeah. like I tried like them. you know like I looked up the series, but it didn't have the didn't have the name in there anywhere. That was, was like, them. Yeah. Growing up, like you know, we out you always seen the Hammond Baptist people. Oh yeah, Josh and John John were Hammond Baptist yeah. people. That's I I went a couple times when I was younger. I went too. Fucking I we snuck in there, wore suits, carried a Bible. I got in trouble because, like, they knew I was, like, faking it because I had the wrong kind of Bible. They do the King James. <laughs> learn that the hard way. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck kind of Bible is that? I'm Catholic. I don't know. That's what I took from the house. <laughs> I was just in there trying to get, get with some of them little Hammond Baptist girls, you know? <laughs> and you would think that the Baptist girls, they were, like, you know, prude and real Baptist-y. But, no, they were the the wildest ones of the bunch. <laughs> Catch you one of them little Baptist girls in those jean skirts that they wore. Woo. Oh, how, how times have changed. How times have changed. <laughs> I see those jean skirts nowadays. I'm like, oh, man. Steer clear of that one. Hopefully the preacher didn't get you. <laughs> yeah, the series is pretty ruthless, I guess. I didn't watch it, but I actually I already knew about the whole story before. You know, I knew that that guy went to jail. 
Oh, yeah. Taking kids, telling their parents that, like, oh, I'm taking your daughter across to do a Bible study going up to Michigan. Oh, and that's then, right. Now, now I'm, I'm kind of remembering that now. You know, and I think the parents kind of let it let it go. They're like, yeah, we want the priest banging our daughter. They're weird. Yeah. Those people were crazy. They'd be like, 33% of their paycheck goes to the church, every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. Like, whatever your check is, government gets 33%, church gets 33%, you starve. Yeah. So, I mean, they were... I mean, I, I get it, like, you want to support your church and all, but... When, like, your preacher's just out raping all the kids, I mean... Yeah. It's a little weird. And stealing the money. They're making millions. Oh, yeah. yeah. Funneled all sorts of money. They'll never get no. that back. They're At least that guy, and that guy only went to jail for like two years. Yeah. And I think the church took him back. Like, it was real creepy. I don't know. I had friends that went there. My one friend, her and her husband went to Hiles Anderson, which is like the college yeah. version, you know? Yeah. And, uh, they were kicked out because they went to a No Doubt concert. Oh. And somebody seen a picture of them holding hands at a No Doubt concert. And it was like, that was like grounds to get expelled from college. Wow. Not like they were like getting real degrees. Like the women went to college to like learn how to cook and clean for their man. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it wasn't real school. But no doubt. But they doubt. were getting those grants. They were getting that grant money. Holding hands at a No Doubt concert. Jeez. I, all right. I could see like. All right, you're you're at a fucking Sepultura fucking Slayer fucking fest or something, and all right, maybe maybe that wouldn't look too good for the for the uh, Baptist yeah, College. Yeah. Makes sense, but no doubt. Yeah, I think it was more the fact that they were like engaging in sexual handholding. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a no-no. You're gonna but get... the priest could fucking rape fucking underage girls all yeah. day long. But you get caught, you know, holding hands at the No Doubt concert. You got to get kicked out of college. They probably would have let him back in. They probably just wanted, like, a fine. Yeah. Probably would have cost a couple Gs. So they got a little publicity out of it. Yeah. Yeah, they're still together to this day. Yeah. Been married since high school type shit. A college. Fucking heathens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely going to hell. God's never going to forget about that No Doubt concert. Yep. No matter how long you stay faithful to each other. Yeah, no. Uh, no Doubt was popping back then, too. Those were the good days. Music's not as good as it was back then, either, no. I feel like. No. We uh, that's all we did, you know. Besides drinking, then we all go to concerts and music. I mean that we had a, we had a good living growing up. I always tell people how crazy it was that uh, like Myopia Bob and Neiman, you know, they used to play. We used to go watch them at the fireside play with like Pete Wince and shit. Like yep. Pete Wince, you know, Fallout Boy. Yep. They were like little punks back then. Now they're all blown up. Ran into Neiman uh, a couple months ago. He's kind of <laughs> like us. I mean, he, yeah, he did the same thing a little earlier than me. You know. Yeah. Settled down the family life. You know. Yeah, it's. Um, it's cool, man. Like, 
our kids got along pretty well. It was at uh, like Benny's Benny's uh, daughter's first birthday party. There was like uh, like a soccer net over there, and Kenny had a soccer ball, and um, you know, so they're over there kicking the ball, and like one of one of Neiman's kids kicked the ball, like Kenny's trying to be a goalie, and Kenny takes one like straight to the face. And Scott Sterling style. Yeah, he he fucking he tried holding it together like playing <laughs> tough guy for a minute, but like I he he did a hell of a lot better than I thought he was gonna do. But he he held it together for like a solid thirty seconds before like he had to walk away and fucking let loose. And um, like Neiman's kid felt bad. It's like I you know you're all right, you know that that's that happens, you know, um, which to. To Kenny's credit, I'll say, like, Kenny was just getting into, like, wanting to play soccer. So he wasn't, like, deep into it or anything. And, like, now he still wants to play soccer. So How old is he now? He's eight. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. It's time to get him in. Yeah. U8. Yeah. <clears throat> that's about, uh, like, when I probably started, seven, eight. You become a bad, bad mofo. You start playing at this age, you know. Yeah. You really start to learn it. Starts well, to, like, but that's, he's got that fucking... Uh, like he'll he'll sit there and mess around with the ball and like act like he's doing tricks and shit, but he, really he's just fumbling a lot. And I told him it's like, no, you got you got to learn the basics first. Like, you know, so we put him in like it's called soccer shots. And it's basically like a you know fundamentals teaching thing. And he had fun with that, and like he learned a little bit. And like told him it's like you have to learn the fundamentals first before you try doing any of this trick shit. Like. You have like you have to know how to control the ball before you could juggle it. You need to get a couple cones, yeah. throw them in the yard, be like, start go this way, this way, zigzag, get in there. Yeah, I got a, got a couple of the pop up nets. <clears throat> you know, I mean, at that age, I mean, it's just you're lucky if you could keep them all from piling up. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> they're on that field, just all kicking the ball at the same time. So I just, yep. But you know, that's when they start learning, though. You know. Then by the time they get to ten, they know a little ball control. Yep. Soccer is great. I think soccer is the best sport for kids. You know, I mean, it really makes you athletic. I mean, yeah. you're doing everything. Yeah. I mean, your cardio's up. Your muscles are building. You're pulling your core, your arms, your legs, everything. It's. It's kind of funny. Like Jeanette was saying, like you know, she'd rather have him play soccer than anything else because like you know he's not going to get hurt playing soccer it's like ah you get you get you get pretty banged up playing soccer well yeah all you get is shin pads yeah and then people all have spiky shoes yeah i promise you i played soccer forever i got hurt all the time yeah i hurt people you get you you get a good collision like you know you go to kick the ball while somebody else is going to kick that ball end up with a broken leg i mean i was a pretty star athlete playing soccer and uh my freshman year, you know, I go to try out, do tryouts, you know, play for the high school team. I was a and I was a big freshman. I don't, I haven't really grown, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm fat now, you know, I'm about two twenty, but like when I got into high school, I was 175 pounds, you know, like that was a big kid for a freshman, yeah. Yeah. 165 pounds, you know. I was like five nine. I was a big freshman, I guess. I tried out for that team. Seniors, it was they had a whole senior team, you know. It was all seniors. Yeah, they had two spots. Well, I think they only had one spot 
for some freshman to make it, maybe. That went to Rutoyama. Kid was a legend in the making, you know. He was just the best of the best, you know. He was going to make it, you know. His mom ran all the soccer leagues. He was, like, crazy good. Me? I was just a monster. I go in there. I'm one of the best goalies. Try out. Senior goalie. He decides that he's going to test me, you know. He's playing forward. He's coming in at me hard, you know. This is tryouts, you know. So I'm trying to show off. We're going head-to-head. This ball is, like, in the middle of us. I go down into the slide, take the ball. He decides to instead, which the rules are, go over the goalie. But he decided he was going to slide into me. We went knee-to-knee. That kid never played sports ever again. No. No, he blew his meniscus out. I hobbled a little bit. Killed yeah. the senior goalie my freshman year. <laughs> so I got a spot. <laughs> you know? And when that's like all the seniors, that was like all their best friend, you know? He was the goalie. He, yeah. When you're the goalie, you're like the manager of the team. Yeah. You know, you're the boss of soccer. So you're whatever. Nobody wanted to listen to me. I'm a little freshman. I don't know shit. Yeah. You know, all these seniors, you know, they're grown-ass men at this time. I'm like fucking child still yeah trying to tell this team what to do and shit they hated me (laughs) but i was a beast i started about seven years old you know that's the time you gotta get kenny in there now you know yeah that's i mean we didn't know about the soccer shots thing until those little those little shops like that you know that'll really make kids better you know yeah and that's i'm like i said you know he he had fun even though it wasn't like playing soccer like they do like a little five minute scrimmage at the end yeah you know but like he, I'll give him like he he doesn't listen to us for shit, but he listens to coaches and teachers, like like his life depends on it. You know. Yeah. All right. Good. At least we got that. Going well, you for know, it. it probably rolls downhill. Our listening skills as younger people was not the greatest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I couldn't even imagine what my child's gonna do. Yeah, I mean, well, shit. You're talking to a fucking high school dropout here. You know, yeah. like obviously, I didn't listen in school very. I got good. kicked out halfway through my senior year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh, like, if he if he sticks with it and he keeps listening, like he'll he'll do all right as long as he gets the because like he he loves Ronaldo. He's never watched yeah. him play. He's just seen videos, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who doesn't love Ronaldo? Yeah. So you know that's that's his goal. That's his aspiration to to, to be as good as Ronaldo. Fucking great. But you gotta practice. It doesn't just happen. Like, no, you know. yeah, those kids, there's kids out there, you know, there's five-year-olds in Brazil that are juggling soccer balls for yeah. 10 minutes straight, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, that's, uh, when, when Kick Jeanette, 60 miles an hour. When Jeanette was still pregnant with Kenny, we were down in Florida, um, uh, it was actually, I was down there for Whole Foods for the Forklift Rodeo that we talked about last episode, um, but, um. She was she was like eight months pregnant when we were down there, and one of the guys we, we were on a river cruise um, for dinner, and this other guy like uh, I think he was from South America, and you know he's talking to us and you know oh yeah you know my wife's pregnant too you know da 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 da, and um, uh, Jeanette was playing soccer she was playing indoor soccer before she got pregnant and you know he asked about sports and she's you know yeah you know. He wants to play soccer, you know, this and that. He's like, oh, you want him to play soccer? He's like, when he starts to learn how to walk, push him over. He's like, when they're, when they're learning how to walk, you keep pushing him over. 
He's like, that's how they get their balance. He's like, you'll never be able to knock them over once once they start getting that balance. It's like, wow, that's that's actually a pretty solid thought process there. Yeah, I was a ninja. I mean, growing up, teach them ice skating. I feel like you know, we roller skated, ice skated. Yeah. And at that point, you're like, if you could stand on metal pieces of blades on the most slippery surface. Like, yeah. you're getting some balance. Yeah. Break them ankles, you know. I still, to this day, have strong ankles. I roll them all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, my ankle's got to be broke. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. Or just get them in disc golf, you know. Low impact. Yeah. Oh, that was that was the first thing that, uh, well, he was, I want to say he was, like, eight days old or something when, when we took him out to uh, Lemon Lake. You know, I I got a picture of it. You know, he's he's sleeping in the stroller while I'm teeing off. You know, Jeanette nice. took the picture. Um, yeah, I mean that's what I plan on doing with Birdie. Yeah, yeah, I want to raise her on the course, basically force it down her throat. And I don't know if that really works. You just know, not too much. Yeah, because you can't be too you get too aggressive with it. You know, then they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I got some of my best friends. You know, I tell them like, yeah, I named her Birdie because she's gonna be a little disc golfer. And they look me dead in the eyes, and they're like, yeah, I thought the same thing. My son won't, won't get off Fortnite if you tried, you know? Yeah. Couldn't get him out in a field to throw a Frisbee if fucking you paid the kid. You yeah. Know? So it happens, I mean, you know. Who knows? I mean, uh, that's the thing about these children, you know. They they all got their own personality. You don't know what's what he's going to be like. Yeah. You could try all you want. That's, I mean, now, now he's at the age where you could see the direction. Yeah. You know. I just got a potato. I'm like, hey, look at you. You almost rolled over. Yeah. Yeah. But, so. Yeah, so. Uh, I'll find them some lightweight Frisbees, bro. We'll go out and play some golf. Yeah. There's been a lot of, like, uh, with the explosion of disc golf now, you know, we got a lot of younger kids coming out. Yeah. You know? We got one kid from out here. One day I was at Lemon Lake. And we're kind of just passing through, and I see this shot just get thrown. And I'm like, wow, I'm like thinking in my head, you know, I, I play professional. I'm like, you know, this is a hard hole. Like, I rarely get it sometimes. I'm just watching this shot, like, flex over and go and park this hole. I'm like, damn, you know, 380 feet? I'm like, this whoever just threw that was great. And I look over, it was a fucking 10-year-old kid. <laughs> and I'm like, that little kid did not just throw that. I'm like, do it again. Throws it again, I'm like shit that kid right now i think he's 16 so you know that was six years ago kid get kept at it he's one of our best players in our area yeah i mean got invited to united states fucking pro tour you know yeah playing out there playing with like the top guys in the world at 16 years old you know he's gonna be somebody you know yeah and because he put in that work though just like you said it's like you don't just like pick up a frisbee and start throwing or just like you don't pick up a soccer ball and start you know doing tricks you know you gotta you gotta get out there and you gotta put in that work and if they fall in love with it it's over you know yeah i love sports yeah. you know so i loved playing sports growing up so like that was my getaway so it kind of worked out but you never know i mean whatever kids love you kind of just gotta let them do it you know because oh yeah it's just like us you know if we didn't have our passions i'd go crazy yeah you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, but, you know, you don't want to force a kid to do too much. No, but that that's the only thing that I've done. Uh, you know, like he he's tried t-ball and football, and now he wants to do soccer. Uh, but like he signed up for football. And you gotta find those friends in there too. You know, yeah. that's what really makes it. You know, but like, I'm still friends with my with the guys I played soccer with since t-ball age. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Uh, but uh, you know, <laughs> he was uh, he's going from t-ball, you know, where you know coaching is coaching. You know, baseball coaching is a lot different than football coaching. He goes oh, to football, yeah. and um, it, it was kind of funny because like one of his t-ball coaches was his football coach and um completely different person coaching football you know loud yelling you know fucking you know trying to get the kids in gear you know like not mean just loud and um he didn't like that at all and yeah football is aggressive yeah i didn't really start playing football until i was older and i do remember like my friends that played football like their parent, like my one buddy, his parent, his dad was like real into it. Like you're gonna be a star football player. You're gonna be the quarterback. You're gonna be the prime king because you're the starting quarterback. No, that kid was like abused, dude. That shit yeah. was like he did it because he was forced to do it. Yeah, it wasn't his passion, you know. Yeah. But that's so Kenny. Kenny didn't like the coaching aspect of it, but he liked like the. You know, the one thing that everybody hates, the the exercises and the warm-ups, like, that's what he loved. Like, his favorite Running thing to do laps. was bear claws. Oh, Or bear, cow, bear crawls. Um, and he loved it. But... Suicide after, sprints, the worst. Yeah, after, after a couple of weeks, he's like, I don't want to go to football practice. Like, yeah. they didn't even play a game yet. Like, I don't want to go to practice. And I, I sat him down, I said, look, like, you wanted to sign up for it. So, I want you to finish... It's like you can't you, start, you can't yeah. quit you can't quit in the middle of it just because you know it's not as fun as you thought it would be. That's good. I mean, you should you teach know. your kids not to be quitters. Yeah, I mean, that's but super important. Like I talked to Jeanette about it, and I told her I was like, "Look, like if he's if he's miserable and can't fucking stand it, like and there's like you know absolutely no joy whatsoever in it, then yes, I'll let him not go anymore." But he would always, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. But as soon as he got there, he's having fun with his friends, you know. And he would still do everything the coach told him to do. But it was just the, you know, leading up to going, you know, he would yeah. think about getting yelled I, I think, I think this is what it was. Yeah, you but he would know. think about getting yelled at and whatnot and wouldn't want to go. But, like, if he if he didn't have any fun at all and he... And, he, and like I said, if he was miserable, I would let him say, all right, this isn't for you. There's no point in me making you do this. Yeah. But, like, and then he, he brought up trying to, uh, because it was between basketball and soccer. I told him, I said, that's fine. I said, you could do whatever you want. Just remember, if you sign up for one, you don't get to quit just because you don't want to go. Yeah, I mean, you know. it's hard to tell a kid that, you know. I remember I was like that. Like I said, I, I love sports, but I remember like my family signed me up for karate. They're like, oh, they probably thought in their head like, oh, this is really going to train them, get them disciplined and all yeah. this shit. No, I went in there. I watched every ninja movie. 
So, yeah. So, next thing you know, I'm thinking karate. I'm fucking karate chopping kids. I'm throwing them. <laughs> I'm making kids cry. Now I'm getting yelled at. I'm getting screamed at the whole time. Yeah. You're being too rough. You're being too rough. Well, I only know how to do karate one way. That's all the way. And I'm fucking your kids up. <laughs> and I remember, like, you know, after being yelled at and disciplined so much from them, like, they were, like, so into discipline. To me, horrible. I literally ditched out on it to the point to where I was, like, you know, that was, like, one of the rare things. I quit when I was younger, you know. Yeah. I played everything else. Fucking karate. If you let me fight everybody, I was in. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, at that point, it probably would have made me a bully. So I was like, mm, yeah, it's probably good that I got out of that. Just kept kicking balls and throwing balls. And now I don't even fuck around with that shit. I just throw some Frisbees. Yeah. Hold that thought. I'll be back out here in a minute. I got more than enough natural energy. I don't need coffee. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I still, my my favorite was still that uh cafe de ola like that's still favorite I got some at the house cigar. for you yeah i might have i think i gave you most of them that's uh i know i bought i think about like five of them off here or something yeah like i said those aren't my favorites i got a 17 coffee you could have i had a whole case of them i think i got a what do I, I think i it might be the barley wine oh yeah 17 barley wine they're they really got in sad there. this year they didn't make barley wine yeah a lot of people are a lot of barley wine fans out there. I'm just that's not me, you know. Yeah. Um, the Carmela. Some barley wines they're, they're banking. I mean, uh, who was it? Revolution. Yeah. They made like one of the best barley wines, a VSOJ. Well, the, the Deepwood series, right? Yeah, the Deepwood. Yeah. yeah, they made this one called VSOJ. Yeah. It was selling for like a hundred dollars yeah. a twelve ounce can. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I drank like four glasses of it in line waiting to go buy it and i was like oh, that's not really my thing so some guy was like well hey he's like i'll buy your four packs off you you know so i got two four packs you know that would have been eight hundred dollars if i would held on to it and sold it yeah and i was like yeah i'll trade you for uh that twenty dollar beer and then the cost of the beers you know so he gives me this like twenty dollar beer that i wanted i wanted yeah. it bad it was that's like, all the fucking matters in my opinion yeah i like, mean well he did pay for the beer, and he gave me this beer that I really wanted. Yeah. And it was like an Oreo stout mixed with some other weird shit. And I thought it was going to be so good, and it was so terrible. And then all of a sudden, that beer blew up, and I was like, oh, well, I'm an idiot. I mean, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, but... Yeah. Look, like, I mean, I... Like, with all, all these fucking cards I got sitting over here, you know, I've... I've paid more than I should have for a few cards. Yeah, and I mean, I've That's made collecting. Yeah, I've made more than I should have off of a few cards that I sold, and I've also let some cards go cheaper, you know, uh, for for like trade, you know, to get a card that I wanted. Yeah, you know, because I mean, my 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 main personal collection is Stepe. Uh, Who? Stepe Miocic. He's uh the heavyweight goat. In the yeah. UFC, um, that's he. He was supposed to fight John Jones last month, but they can't. Oh, but yeah, John yeah, Jones yeah. got he he air quote got hurt. Yeah. Uh, but I think he was setting he's setting it up to get a bigger paycheck, you know, for that fight. But anyway, um, you never know. It's always that one guy who you know becomes a serial killer later on in life. Yeah. Bang! Card becomes worth money. 
never know. Yeah. You never know what happens. You know, you never know well, what cards are going to jump up in value. I've, I've had anything. some pretty, I've had some pretty valuable cards that I've traded for, um, cards that were. You know, I'll, I'll say that the the trade was in their favor, not mine. But well, what's the banger? What's like? What's your biggest hit? I mean, I've got, I think I got seven, one of ones for his now. Of that guy, yeah. Uh, like personally, like I've, I've personally pulled. Now a that's couple your banger, or like what's like the hot hot? Like right now? Yeah, like who's hot? Like what's the um, hottest? Like what's the one that you need to get that's gonna like. Ten times your money. You as know? far as UFC goes, like right now, uh, Bo Nickel is probably the guy. It, it's you know Bo Nickel, Alex Pahea, and um, um, I'm trying to think of other rookies, but I mean those those two are two of the biggest chases right now. But the unfortunate thing is that, um, like with Bo Nickel specifically, uh, Panina, Panini put out redemptions for his autos, which is, you know, you get a fucking piece of cardboard with a sticker on it saying, send this in and you get uh, this you get auto one, card. Yeah. Bo Nickel ain't signing for him because they offered him shit money and Bo Nickel can go out and make more money in a day signing at a card shop then panini would give him to sign thousands of stickers you know Damn, that sucks what a dick so unfortunately the card the card buyers got screwed on that but i mean it's panini like you shouldn't be putting out redemptions you should not put out a product like what that do you, you get don't so like have. just a redemption card's worth money uh it depends like i mean you could sell the redemption card people buy it in hopes that one day he'll sign but I could almost guarantee he ain't gonna sign. What a douche! What uh? I mean, it's, it's a weird thing. Like you know, UFC's blown up so big. You know, like it's not, card collecting. When I was young, it was like football, basketball, baseball. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Then hockey, maybe a little bit. You know. But I mean, it's not it's not Bo Nichols' fault. He never agreed. He never how, agreed to sign anything. Panini just took it upon themselves to. Say they should have had to pay him then. Be yeah. like, I want you. You better pay him whatever he wants. Give me my fucking card and my signature. You got it written right here. I get a lawyer. Panini doesn't care now, though, because they're losing the license as of January 1st. Oh, the Panini sold yeah, to somebody top, else? It, it's, no. Um, Fanatics owns Tops, but Tops has taken over UFC again. Okay. So, um, which, I mean, Tops had. I, I guess it, they they've both had better cards, depending on what you're looking for. I I like you know like the older tops cards I've got. Um, tops has a lot of good looking stuff. Panini had a lot of good looking stuff, but I mean in all reality, like Tops had it when the legends were being made. So Tops has like the legendary rookie cards, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. whereas Panini has the new new era rookie cards, you know, um, which could turn out to be legends. Now, does Kenny, does he pull these UFC or is he like uh, Pokemon? He was doing Pokemon a little bit for a while, um, but that was more 
which that's how I ended up getting into fucking cards, because he he One wanted to Pokemon get into Pokemon, cards. and you know I was talking about buying my kid Pokemon cards at work. God, imagine if we would have invested into like oh, Pokemon cards when we were younger. My, We'd my be niece, rich. my niece, she's got a lot of fucking original cards. Or what uh, about like Magic? Yeah. I feel well, that, like I had some of the, the bangers pisser, of magic. Like when I when I was thirteen years old, I worked at fucking Crazy Eddie's Comics. Yeah, I got paid in merchandise. That's right when fucking magic was starting. You'd be like, oh, I got a ton of these black lotuses. Yeah, and it, it was like right, right when magic and Pokemon were were getting started for the most part. And if I would have fucking you know, hey, again hindsight's twenty twenty. But if I would have you know got paid in Instead of fucking Superman comics and shit like that, if I would have bought magic cards or mm. Pokemon cards instead and just threw those in a closet somewhere, mm. man, like, I, I I don't know how much the shit would be worth. But that's what one of our buddies lost uh, like $150,000 worth of magic cards in the Krizow because he had them all in the fucking storeroom and the basement flooded. Ooh. Yeah. I remember, like, at some point in high school, I stole a whole bunch of them. Like, I probably stole, like, 20 decks from kids. Yeah. We'd play, and, like, whoever, like, won, you'd have to give up all your all your cards. Yeah. yeah. You know, we'd play, and I would take them. I'd debo these kids' cards. I had a lot. I probably had a huge collection. Pokemon cards, I wasn't super big into. But I feel like at some point I had some... Good ones of those, too, like Charizards and yeah. shit, you know, like the old, original, very first run ones. Just because, like, those were the ones, like, I liked, you know, yeah. back then. But, yeah, so Kenny Kenny was opening up Pokemon cards a lot. And then, uh, like, after a while, like, he didn't he didn't care about the cards. He didn't care about learning how to play the game. So it's I stopped, about so hitting I stopped a lick. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like he, he, he wanted them just because it was something that he knew that I would take him to get. So he was getting something. I Obviously, I don't blame the kid. But, it's cool though, you know, to teach them. You know, like some things will become collectors. It's kind of like a a long term investing. You know, you yeah. teach your kids like, hey, this is a value of something. It could go up. You know, it's yeah. always nice to have that little but that's, hustle. That's what I was trying to tell them. But you know, I tell them it's like, look, you know, this card here, we're gonna put it in this case, and you can't play the game with it. It's like, well, why? I want to play the game with that card. It's like, all right, but well, right now this card is worth a hundred dollars. If you play with it, it's going to be worth $5. Yeah. It's like, well, like, all right, it's up to you. But no, so I, I stopped buying Pokemon cards, but now... Can you just get, like, a whole stack of ones, like, play, like, the whole game, but, like, just have them all in, like, hard cases? Just be like this, 10 feet tall, just hard you, cases. So, like, like they'll, they'll use, uh, like, a penny sleeve and then a dragon sleeve or whatever. Uh, you know, a thicker protective sleeve. And to shuffle, they won't, like, shuffle like poker, but they'll, like, deal it out certain ways, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like a shuffle, but you're you're dealing the cards and, you know, like, over eight spots and randomly putting them on a different pile and then put those all together. That's how you shuffle them when they're in the protective sleeves. Yeah, I mean, like, why, you know, like, well, disc golf, dude, I mean, Frisbee's. They skyrocket in value sometimes. Some discs go up to twenty five hundred yeah. bucks, you know. Yeah. You know, so you never know. I got friends that throw 
a disc that was if it was brand new like i've given my friends like adam i've given him a disc now when i bought it it was a 15 dollar disc 20 dollar disc it was a fundraiser disc for a, a pro yeah don't think about that it's his very first fundraiser disc and then he's going to explode in the market yeah now his very first fundraiser disc that cost me 15 20 bucks is worth 2500 bucks yeah now i've given this disc to my friend he'd be throwing it at trees and throwing yep. it in ponds and you know he still has it in his bag and it's I like mean, damn it's like you're over here throwing a 2500 disc how many discs do you have around like all together all together like 3000 yeah Maybe like twenty eight hundred. No, it's up there. Yeah, I have a lot. That's because I mean, I I I haven't seen your basement. And I know you got a bunch in your basement, but like you got, you got, what one one of your rooms in your house is just well, I had all a whole, fucking discs. I had a room that was all frisbees. It was my what I like to call my pleasure room. You know, it was like filled with all my collect everything that I collected over the years: frisbees, baseball cards, comic books, albums. Um... It was just a whole bedroom. I just had a bedroom. Had all my collectible stuff in it. That's now a baby room. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I moved everything That'll out. Happen. You know. Frisbees I'm keeping. I sold some of them, you know, when I was between jobs. Like, when I was switching my job and I was like a month out of work. Sold a couple of my favorite Frisbees because they were just worth so much money. Yeah. It's like, sometimes you just got to take it, you know. Like, yeah, I've been collecting this and holding on to it. But it's like it hits such a high value that's like you just got to get rid of it. You know, yeah. when someone offers you $500 for a Frisbee, $900 for a Frisbee, you just sell it. Yeah. You might have some personal value and sentimental value. Sentimental, yeah. I mean, you know, you don't want to, but, you know, when you have a $25 disc and someone offers you 900 bucks for it, you sell it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that's... You, you'll get sentimental about something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? You you could still remember that, that that moment in time, you know. Yeah. But um, I had it, you know. I had a bunch of them, you know. So since since Kenny started getting into soccer, and he like I would let him open up UFC cards and whatnot. The UFC cards that's that's my thing. Well, soccer's got to be a banger now too because so soccer's so I bought huge. Him, soccer's the biggest sport in the world. I bought him a hobby box of soccer cards, you know. So what is it, fucking? Uh, 24 packs of cards or 12, maybe 12 packs of cards. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember how many were, but, you know, uh, an all but guaranteed auto in the box and whatnot. But I bought I bought him the hobby box, and he wanted to rip open all the packs all at once. Like, no. Like, no, this box cost me fucking $220. Like, you're not just ripping through it in a mm. day. So, like, it's, you know, like, if he goes, if he goes a couple days without being a little shit, and I think it was like, all right, bud, here, you know, pick a pack of cards, you know. But you never that. know, like you could keep them sealed, and they might be worth like two fifty a pack. Oh yeah, yeah. So you never know. I mean, because when we were, we were younger, we had some bangers. Oh yeah. I mean, it, we should have invested we, into like well, Magic, Pokemon, yeah. and actually, when we were really young, if we would have had all the Bulls cards, yeah, because I mean, we're Chicago fans, mm-hmm. you know. You know, if you had every Michael Jordan card, you'd be rich. Yeah, you know. You had a Michael Jordan autographed card, Chew. Yeah, but uh, so like I, he's got two packs left in that box, and um, he finally pulled the auto. the The auto was a third from the last pack that he opened. Oh yeah, nice. and um, it ended up being like I I don't know the player, but 
it was uh, out of 50. So num- numbered to 50, auto, not bad. Like, I, I think I looked it up, and it was like a, a $30 card or something. You know, obviously it doesn't pay for the fucking box. Not even close. But, I mean, yeah. he was happy. He got a couple of base Ronaldo cards out of the box, and... And then, like, I'm I'm sitting here. It's like, all right, this one you need to sleeve. Well, you never know. You know, those base oh, yeah. Ronaldos in 20 years when he's our age. Yeah. Those could be those bangers, you know yeah. what I mean? Because he's going to be dead. Like, you know. Yeah. Who was, like, the main soccer player when we were younger? It was... Uh, Pele. Pele. Yeah. If you had a Pele auto hmm. back then, you wouldn't even really thought that crazy of it, you know? Yeah. How about a Pele auto now? Yeah. Probably pulling out some cash. Oh, yeah. You know, so... Like you know, he's gotten a few, a few, uh, you know, refractors, a few numbered cards and whatnot. And it's like those. It's like all right, you need to put that in a sleeve, and put it in a top loader. You know, like I'm, you know, trying to teach him like this is how you, you know, if you, you know, you got to take care of your cards. No. You know, I didn't take care of all my stuff as no. good as I could have or should have. No. no. Still to this day, I got like a whole crate full of stuff it's just all thrown in there yeah there's probably some bangers in there worth some money that dinged up corners and fucking... oh, i'm sure <laughs> somehow get lucky it's still mint condition still yeah hanging in the corner of the box yeah but comics you know like when we were younger i always thought comics were going to be the big one well that was a th- like like when i worked at crazy eddie's like that was the death of superman i got that and i, I got two of them yeah yeah. Not even open. I think I opened one to read. Yeah. You know how much it's Five, worth? No. Like 12 bucks. It was so overprinted. Even Ugh. even the first run. Even the first run and like they had the, the special the edition cool in the, in the black the, oh, in the yeah. black bag and all that. Like I opened one cuz I had they, to read it, So you know? did I. But then I bought two, so I kept yeah. one in the bag. That's and, that's exactly yeah, what yeah. I did too. I I didn't they're gone now. Um, I still got mine. But, you want to uh, read it? Let me know. I got you. Oh, that's I, I remember reading it. Um, but um, you know the the ones leading up to like the start of the Doomsday series, those are the ones that actually held held their value. Which ones do I got that were still good? Like uh, the early '90s X Men. Yeah, the very first comics from those. Those ones like gained a little value, like two hundred bucks. Of- mm-hmm something like that like 150 bucks 200 bucks a thing you know but nothing crazy i do have a stan lee autograph that's my like prize possession yeah it's on a spider-man volume one and it's like spider-man and some kids on it it's got a bunch of drugs like needles and weed (laughs) and alcohol it's like just like the worst spider-man cover you could ever have (laughs) <laughs> signed by stanley like that's the one i picked yeah like hey stanley will you sign this cover that's got like all these drugs on it yeah cool <laughs> but yeah that's like that's like my coolest comic book you know i'll never get rid of my stanley yeah you know you ain't getting no more stanley's that was i'm sure he signed a million autographs oh yeah yeah i mean i i don't know what there's i know there's a a big grading company known for the comic world that's not psa I, I can't think of the name of it now but uh i'm sure if you get it fucking authenticated and graded and whatnot it'd be it'd be up there you know but 
Uh, take it, take it to a uh, Jono's shop. Jono tried to buy it off me one time. Oh, did he? Yeah, he tried to lowball me. Yeah, yeah. Not lowball, but you know, you know, yeah. you, you want to flip it? Yeah. Actually, I've been talking to Jono's like uh, guy with albums. I got a shit ton of albums. Yeah. Now those, I don't have. I'm not that sentimental with them. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could let them go. I know he, he had a little album thing he posted, and I messed with one of his guys. I'm like, I got some bangers and albums. You know. Yeah old grateful dead like lps of like their very first runs of things i got like 45s of like you had to be a a grateful dead club member to get yeah three of these songs that were like on this album that nobody else would have you know or first run versions of led zeppelins and Jimi hendrix and you know that's that's some uh, cool ones what beatles albums like which which Zeppelin album was it that had the fucking watercolor cover? Ooh, I don't know. I had the Ze- Zeppelin too, where you like it was like movable, yeah. so like you could like shift it around. There's like little holes cut out, and you could like yeah. slide the little thing around, and it would change nice. stuff. You know, they didn't have a lot of cool stuff back then. Jefferson what? Airplane stuff. I'm, cool I'm pretty stuff. sure it was Zeppelin. It uh, it might have been Pink Floyd. I have some, I have but it was Floyd. it was a Dark cover. Side of the Moon, the very first albums from them. It was a cover that when they released it, like they didn't tell anybody that it was a watercolor, and you know nobody, you know nobody nobody saved them, you no. know, or they and, used them or and didn't then, mess with. Mess and then them once up. they once they found out that they were watercolors, like people fucking painted them, yeah. you know, they fucking you know spilled water on them and fucking got the color out. But like I I remember I tried finding a non colored album and it was like nope i ain't got that kind of fucking money what was i going for i i don't even remember but out of my fucking budget yeah albums i mean they went up there you know what i really regret was like i probably threw away like two full garbage cans of eight tracks that my dad had yeah i was like eight tracks are never going to be worth anything they're worth so much money Whew. Who knows? And it was all rock and roll, and those were like those are the banger ones, yeah. you know. So you never know. You never know what's going to be valuable. I mean, uh, Led Zeppelin in through the outdoor. I don't have that. That's not what I got. Yeah, in through the outdoor. It was a it was a watercolor. Uh, cover. I sold some of them. I got some old Beatles albums. Some of my old uh, Pink Floyd still has like posters that like fold out perfectly of like the band. Like, yeah, I got some cool shit. I don't know what it's worth. That's the problem. I one time went through like Discog and tried to price everything, and I was like, after like four hundred albums, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. That's, I, I don't have I don't have any old albums, but I got a bunch of old forty fives, and they they were. Do forty fives play in the same thing as an album? Yeah, so, I, yeah, I, so as long like, as you like. I know like the the center, like the forty fives, just have the little. I don't know the difference. The, the, I know they're littler. Yeah, the the little the, in the middle, it's just the little uh, pin that the record sits in. Hmm. But like the <clears throat> the LPs. You know the the opening is, you know, yay big, 
you know, the size of a half dollar or whatever, you know. So they got different ones. Yeah, but, I mean, most record players would have, like, the, the adapter to yeah, play put it. on there. But speaking of which, you want a jukebox? No. No? No, I have the, too the, much stuff. The, 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 one, the, one, the one right behind you? Like, Holy fuck. You could have it if you want it. Does that play albums? <laughs> 45s. Plays 45? No. That's why I have. Does it have 45s in there? Yeah, but it, when I get rid of the jukebox, the 45s ain't going with it. I might know somebody who might want it. I don't know. I know people that want all, all sorts of weird shit. You should ask Jono's guy if they want that shit. Dude, they play all sorts of cool well, stuff. Well, that's I. I talked to S and J. He's like, nope. He's like, I don't. I don't fuck around with record players at all. I don't fuck around with jukeboxes. He's like, I sell the albums and that's it. It's like it's too much of a headache. It's like. I don't blame you. <clears throat> but no, like me and a buddy, we were gonna, we we're gonna restore that, but neither one of us have the time, to, to get together to do it, uh, let alone the the absolute know how, you know, basic knowledge, sure. But, um, like exact workings, not a chance. So, uh, yeah. Got people on Facebook. You make one little comment about mushrooms. They're like, you should hit up this person. They sell mushrooms naturally and it has medical benefits. Psh. Remember how many mushrooms we ate back in the day? Yeah. Mushroom chocolates, mushrooms. Tea. Teas. Yeah. Remember back then you could just get bags of dmt i i don't remember that i i wish i would have known about it at the time because that's that's one thing that i i still want to try so bad are Uh, you sure i'm pretty sure let me uh put into perspective what dmt is it's um acid times a thousand yeah but I've done it. Yeah. I've never, like, left blasted off the universe yeah. like everybody else, you know? I I never got that, like, super cool, ultra-hallucinogenic, like, meet aliens type shit. Now, I don't know if maybe I just have a weird tolerance, because, like, salvia yeah. never did anything to me. That's I, I never tried it. You know, I tried the salvia for some reason, and it has zero effect on me. Yeah, I remember one day I had like some like 50x or 100x salvia. Had it sitting next to my bong. Hit it like three times. You know they said, "Oh, water bong, you gotta hit, take big hits." I ripped that shit. It tastes like burning like dandelions. Kind of like made my arm tingle. Nothing, right? So I'm like, "This is some bullshit." Left it sitting out. Somebody else come over. They're like, "Oh, can I hit your bong?" I was like, "Yeah, go ahead." <laughs> Sprinkle it in there. Those people melted to the floor. You know what I mean? They were standing, and then they were, like, melted in the floor. In their mind, they literally melted through the universe into the floor, became one with the world type shit. You know, me, I'm over here, like, I'm like, let me try it. Don't feel nothing. DMT, tried it, couldn't lift my arms, whatever. My other buddy, he hit that shit. He had a special little song he liked to play. But what what was it? It was creepy. It was uh, diamonds on the soles of my shoes. I don't know if you ever heard that. No. 
It's, Not uh, that I know of, anyway. It's tribal, you yeah. know? It's like 1960s, like, tribal shit, you know? He, some, this guy got, like, Neil Diamond or whoever he was, got a bunch of tribal people to play some tribal drums and stuff. So my boy, he likes to, you know, do the DMT. He hits that song. Yeah. He travels to his little universe that he goes to. It's a great time. You know me. I'm an asshole. He starts playing it. He's in the middle of his trip. I'm like, this ain't working. I'm like, White Rabbit. You know? <laughs> Which is probably the worst song to listen to while tripping because it will make you freak out. Yeah. You know, my boy, he didn't talk to me three months. Three months after doing DMT because I changed that song. Wow. It turned his trip from... He said he was like in a happy universe with aliens and he was learning the meaning of life to all of a sudden that song started playing and all of a sudden like the vibrations or whatever it was kicked him out of that universe into a hell universe. And he said he went to hell for like, I don't know, 20 years. Jesus Christ. I mean, it was only like five minutes of tripping. Yeah. But in that five minutes, he spent like 20 years in hell. Yeah. You know, so you never really know. But that's that's one that I've I've always wanted to uh, to give a go, but never had it in in those days. I mean, here's and, me and like so like like I've mentioned it to Jeanette a couple of times. She's like, "Why?" It's like I just want. She's like, "Yeah, but why do you want to do?" It's like it's not really drugs. Like it's mm. drugs, but it's not drugs. You know? It's weird because it's like it affects the body like sleep. So it's yeah. like REM sleep. Yeah, but while you're awake. Yeah. You're like living through a dream. So then that's how I think. You know, I, I think, you know, scientifically, I'm like, oh, you know, your pupils are dilating and you're seeing shit. And that's why stuff looks like it's breathing. You know, yeah. I've done everything. Acid, mushrooms, all that good stuff. Yeah. DMT is different. You know, I watched Jared do it. Now, Jared knew nothing about it. Yeah. Hits this shit. He leaves the universe. He was gone. He said he lived his full life like 20,000 times, huh. like over and over and over and over, whole life. Seen everything, start to finish over and over, 20,000 times, within five minutes. Yeah. Now, he started describing some stuff of like people he's seen in there and like who he talked to and... It was too oddly like too many other people's experiences. You know what I mean? Like, how are you meeting a jester cat that's telling you about your life? Yeah. You know, when hundreds of other people have explained, like, oh, I met this cat. He's like a jester, like a joker jester. Yeah. And he did the same thing. So it kind of blows my mind that, like, so many people people can have that same experience without knowing, without knowing anything about it. Yeah. It kind of messes with the whole scientific theories of it. So I do think that there is maybe something into that. Yeah. Well, know? that's, you know, I like I said, I want to do it so bad. But maybe maybe one day I'll bring it up and Jeanette will be fine. Fuck it. Go ahead. But like I... that's I'm you have to have like I'm not I'm not doing anything like that behind like, if she says no, I ain't going to fucking do it. Well, you have to have, like, a special area. You have to make yeah. sure you're with somebody who's well, going to take well, care of you. Well, that's like, you know, I I also want to Even though do, it's only five, ten minutes, but it's like... I also want to do ayahuasca. Yeah. Well, again, that's, you know, some life-changing shit. Yeah. 
ayahuasca now you're talking about like drinking it and digesting it now yeah. you're talking about hours of that you like what like a day and a half or so i don't know if i'm about that life no i mean i bet like i take some ayahuasca i don't fucking leave the universe you know yeah but it's also like you know you do ayahuasca you got to go to one of those weird facilities like a, what, what it, sherpa or no yeah, Sher- sherpas are the mountain clan. you need a fucking uh shaman shaman yeah whatever yeah. they call themselves you know you're just somebody giving some bunch of drugs if i give you a bunch of hallucinogens and you know i fucking tell you that you know you're gonna see jesus and fucking barney's gonna come down from the sky and you start tripping hard enough you're gonna see that shit you know what i mean you're gonna, you're thinking about it oh you you want to do this oh yeah let me let me take you to my shaman yeah yeah what, oh, what, i mean do what, it on your own your shaman get your like, own yeah my, my buddy ford yeah he's a shaman yeah here's me being a shaman i changed the song <laughs> fucking sent you across the universe check this shit out how was that you know no you need to like find that vibration in life and i really do think that you know it's the vibrations and i think that that's what kind of pushes your soul out of your body to god knows where because i i know that you can leave your body i one time at pat nick's house did a little ketamine yeah. Didn't think it was anything. Did this sniffed a little line. It was like the size of my pinky nail, you know? Thinking like, what is this gonna do to me? Sat down, I was upstairs. You remember like the oh, upstairs yeah. bedroom? Yeah. Playing a little bit of uh Ninja Turtles, you know, like where the screen moves, but yep. like you're just going up and down. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm not even fucked up. I'm like, I'm gonna go downstairs and get a drink. So I stand up. Go to walk downstairs. I turn around and look. Still I my body there. is in the chair. <laughs> like I'm looking at myself, staring at the TV, with a Ninja Turtles the controller in my hand, playing Ninja Turtles, but not moving. And I looked at myself. I'm like, that's crazy. And then I floated downstairs like the Wicked Witch of the West from fucking Wizard of Oz, <laughs> toes dragging. You know what I mean? I was floating, <laughs> floated through the whole party. I don't even, nobody noticed me, dude. I just, my soul just flowing through this party. And after I looked around, I was like, man, you know what? I need to get back to my body. So I floated my ass back upstairs, <laughs> climbed back in my body. Boom. I fucking stood up. I was like, did anybody else see me get up? No, you just been sitting here the whole time. No, I just floated downstairs. I don't know where you guys were, but I was floating around this whole party, you know? So you never know. I mean, uh, who knows what the human body's energy could do you yeah know? You, your soul leaves your body and i've watched it happen to many people on hallucinogens so and not no acid and some molly not even dude not even peyote and mescaline which mescaline is the greatest drug on earth it's the funnest most happy thing i've ever done but even then i never left my body yeah you know maybe if you do enough you will but not like no dmt dmt you leave your body you gotta think about that shit you know it's hard to explain back to yourself, like, did I really just fly through a portal and end up in a world where there's aliens talking to me? Yeah. Because maybe you did. Who knows? I don't know. It, it's just too weird that these people have these same experiences without knowing about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like I said, like, if someone's talking you into it and saying, like, oh, you're going to leave the universe to talk to aliens, yeah. and then you do it, yeah, it's whatever, you know, you were thinking well, about it. That's kind of like, you know, uh, tell me you've never done acid without telling me you've never done acid. But you're trying to tell me that you've done acid. And that's, you know, 
uh, oh yeah, you know, I, everyone looked like Simpsons characters and da 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 da. And you know, this, this no. dragon came from over here, and it's like no dragons don't come out of nowhere. No, you will see some shit. Yeah, but it but it ain't like that. No, it ain't like that. Uh, that's, I mean that that was, that was my. My Everybody go-to. thinks, yeah, you're gonna eat you know, some acid and you're gonna see Barney running around yeah. and no, there's I, dinosaurs around the corner. No, that's you. You brought. I you thought brought everyone up, was dead. You, you and brought, everyone was looking at me weird. You you brought up the basement bedroom, you know, and the the bed in the basement bedroom was in the wall, and it was like shag carpet on the wall, shag, wall, and then the yeah. head and foot was like wood paneling. And my absolute plus the the rest of the room was wood paneling. My absolute favorite thing to do ever was to just sit there and look at wood paneling, watch the walls breathe for for hours. Yeah, for hours. Like, and but like in in the in the bed, like with the the shag carpet on the wall, you know, it wasn't like glued down all the way, so it was already kind of wave, you know, like bubbly or whatever. Yeah. However. You could describe that. So, I mean, that just intensified it. And just, oh, my God. You know? Yeah, but can you imagine if back in the day we were doing the acid and all those mushrooms and shit, and all of a sudden, like, you were sitting there, and the next thing you know, you're, like, in a universe where, like, a fucking jester cat's telling you about your fucking life and how you fucked up yeah. and you should have did this, and they showed you your whole life 20,000 times in a row. Yeah. But that's... If that's the experience, I want to experience it. Could be cool. Could be. I like I said, I tried it. I did DMT a bunch of times, and you know, and I remember back in the day sitting at Pat's house, like we'd be in the garage. I remember one day they like ordered DMT offline. Some yellow powder came, and I don't even remember how we did it. I remember like one time we tried sniffing it, which that that doesn't do anything. It just <laughs> fucking burns your nose. <laughs> So you're like, okay, that wasn't it. Then you're like, we got to smoke this shit, you know, sprinkle a little on some weed. Yeah, your fucking whole body goes numb. You can't do shit. You really want to do it. You got to fucking vaporize this shit. Yeah. You vaporize that shit, all of a sudden, you just left the universe. Yeah. It's too crazy, though. Like I said, if so many people didn't have such similar experiences, it would be different. Yeah. You know? The creatures people say they talk to, and who knows? Maybe, I mean, maybe you vibrated your fucking soul out, your energy, whatever's in your body. Fifth dimension, sixth dimension, whatever dimension you just went into. And you see some people that have just been chilling in there, and they're like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Just like, and the, they're like, you know what? I would like to show you what you did wrong in your life twenty thousand times for sitting, ten years, sitting in a universal lobby on a shitty plastic chair. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And these people, they go back, they chase it. You know, they go back and back and back and try to keep going. And who knows? The yep. drink of the ayahuasca. Who knows? That that shit sounds real crazy. That's, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want to do like the, the violent shitting and puking type stuff and gotta take the good with the bad <laughs> i don't know you know i i don't know either so and like, i i, I, doubt, I doubt i ever shit will myself to fucking hallucinating <laughs> death no yeah doesn't sound great to me yeah 
And then you have some fucking crazy dude who's been doing hallucinogens for 20 years being like, trying to mind control you. I ain't about that. No. Put me in a room with one of my friends, tell them not to fuck with me, and we'll see what happens. No. You know? Because, I, like I said, I changed the song. My buddy didn't talk to me for three months. Mm-hmm. You know? I sent him to hell. In his mind. I was basically the worst human being on earth. Yeah. All I did was change the song. You know, I've I've heard... I've heard plenty of stories like that, like, you know, living living entire lifetimes, entirely different lives. Entirely different lives, baby. In, in five I've heard minutes. that. Literally, in five <clears> minutes, <throat> you've lived a whole life as something else, somewhere else. Yeah. You wake up, you're like, where's my fucking toad wife that I've been living in this pond with <laughs> for 20 years? You know what I mean? You're like, where are my children? That I had on fucking some weird planet yeah. that we had lived a whole life together with, you know? That'd be devastating. And people don't come back from that shit. That's, yeah. That's, I, I have heard a couple of uh, stories like that as well. But, well. J-Rod, like I said, he was like, he contemplated all his life. He, yeah. You know, he... For a while, he couldn't even come back by us because he was just so flustered with what happened that it's they couldn't comprehend in his head. Yeah. So you never know. Who knows? That's that's what I fear. You know, it's not like I'm not scared to go shoot across the universe. Shoot me across the universe. You know what I mean? When somebody told me that's what happens, I was like, shit, fire that bitch up. Yeah. I'm going to shoot across the universe. I'll be back. It only lasts five minutes. But I'm gone for 10,000 years? Cool. I'm in, you know? Didn't hesitate. Did nothing for me, though. No. I don't know. Watch it affect everybody else like in the craziest ways ever. I want to leave the Matrix, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sounds great. You know? But, uh, no, that's, like you mentioned, how, you know, some things don't affect you. That, that's how I always was with, uh, with pills. Like, you know, because I tried... I tried on our fucking camping trip to fucking Indiana Beach. What mm. was it? Uh, trying to do some pills, you know, drinking, yeah. do some pills, and um, nothing. And like I, I tried, we, I tried we a few like, times. We were like Xanax back yeah. then. Yeah. Xanax and alcohol. It's like one Xanax and one beer was like a six pack. Yeah. Two Xanax and two beers was like a twelve pack. Yeah. And then beyond that, it's like you were blacking out. Yeah, I never, some never people had don't. that. Some and that's don't. you know even even like you know when I when I fucking need them, you know painkillers and whatnot, you know don't do anything for. I I refuse to take them. Some people eat edibles and it doesn't do shit to them. Yeah, I smoke weed every single day. I can smoke oil, weed, everything. Yeah, I'll get stoned. I'll get a little sleepy. Whatever. Yeah, I get that. But and never was I like in a panic attack. Yeah, dude, you give me a hundred milligram edible, I gotta curl up in a ball in a dark room. Someone's gotta <laughs> pet my head and tell me everything's gonna be okay. You know. <laughs> so you never know how shit's gonna affect you. You know. Everything affects everybody differently. I mean, some people, little fucking girls, fucking eat five hundred milligrams edibles and just. Walk around and go to work. Yeah. You give me 500 milligram edibles, I'm on this floor 
I'm going to have to call someone to take me home. I'm going to cry for about three hours until it rears <laughs> off or fall asleep. But yeah, I mean, DMT, I mean, that's, I mean, that's it. That's end game, right? That's as crazy as it gets. Look, I've, I've given, I, I've had my fun in life, right? And I, uh, I've, I've had my experiences. I've had my fun. I've left it all behind. I have my memories and my non-memories, I guess. Yeah, our non-memories go. Uh, I still think about the things I can't think about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, there, there's still a couple of, you know, bucket list items, I guess, if that's if that's the way to put it. Um, hey, we'll come do a podcast on DMT. It'll get quiet for about fucking forty minutes while we're <laughs> thinking about what happened. Well, I mean, like I said, like I, that's that's not, I'm uh, in in no way whatsoever am I going to jeopardize my family life over something mm. like that. See, that's what scares me. Is like, is it could it be that intense to where it could hundred percent flip you? No, 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 no. I, I mean the fact that, like, Jeanette doesn't want me to do it, so I'm not oh. going to do it. Yeah, I mean. You know, like, I, in no way, shape, or form am I going to jeopardize that at all. Look, I mean, come on. You, you know what I once was. Like, I'm pretty fucking lucky right now to have what we're I have. We're fucking straight-edged compared yeah. to what we were. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, for, for me to have what I have now is just unreal. Like when 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 I look at my wife and my kids and the life that we have, it's it's fucking stupid. Like, you know, sure, a lot of people say it all the fucking time, but you know, if I would have told myself ten years ago, you know, while I was getting fucking divorced, that this is what my life was going to be, no fucking no. way, no fucking way, no. No fucking way did, did did my life end up this way that I deserve. And you think about twenty years life. ago, there'd oh, be yeah. no way we could just sit here and have a glass of whiskey and share two fucking bourbon counties yeah. and just be cool with it. Yeah, like, we'd be like smashing everything till the first person threw up. Yeah, you know? that's. I mean, we're let, drinking the bottle down. Let's let's look at it realistically. We're emptying the fridge. By the end of this. The two of us together are going to drink two beers total and two pours of whiskey. There Maybe may be three. A, there Maybe may three. there may be another pour of whiskey, <laughs> uh, but that's so. I mean, that's you know, a beer a piece and a pour or two a piece of whiskey while smoking a cigar. Feels good to be responsible. It does. It does. Like I said, especially it's so, with, it's with so what much we more came rewarding. From. It's so much more rewarding doing this than getting hammered till you throw up so you could fucking drink some more. You ain't lying. Like this is this is where it's fucking at. Not to mention the fact that you know I'm at home already, you know, so I don't have to fucking worry about anything. You live right down the road. Yeah. Three and minutes away. We're seven not, minute. It was seven minute drive. But yeah, that's not far. We're not. We're not listening to somebody else's shitty musical choices on the fucking jukebox. You oh, know. 
you know, we're not we're not dealing with any any dumbasses that have had too much. You know, don't get me wrong, I do enjoy sitting at the bar every once in a while. But I wish I haven't seen you at the bar. You know. We do got our little bar right down the street, you know. If you if you're ever going there, let AJ's, me know. AJ's, yeah, I mean. That's nice for you. I mean, you're literally like yeah. a block away. Yeah. I love it. It's a nice little calm bar. Yeah. It's like I can, in between a dive and a decent bar. See, it's the time of year now where I'll be going back there because it's getting cold. And, you know, I sit in my garage to smoke a cigar during the summer, spring, fall. In the winter, I'm going somewhere where I can smoke inside that has heat. You know, that's that's how I found the place to begin with. It's like I got off work. So you could go in there, sit down, smoke a cigar. The bartenders are cool. Yeah. It's not like a huge bar. It's like a smaller crowd. It's it it's it's a it, it's a dive bar plus. Dive that, bar plus. I like that. That's you know, a shot in a beer plus. It's a shot in a beer bar with a couple of craft beers on tap and it's right next to the police station. You don't act you up. Literally literally i could spit right next to the, on the police station yes. when i walk out the door i could yes. spit on it that's how close it you is. Uh, when you when you leave the part if you park in the parking lot when you leave the parking lot you are driving next to the 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 officer's lot but you know what's cool is like those the cops in griffith i love griffith like, i love i love griffith too. i've been looking at homes in griffith because i love griffith the cops out here everything out here is just great like the downtown area I love i've had the whole i've atmosphere. had the chief on the show really yeah yeah, I mean it, it's been a few years. They're uh the Griffith police are the most down to earth police I've dealt with ever. Yeah. You know. And dude, I got I got pissed. One of the one of the local comedians that I had on I think it was before I had uh Chief Mance on. But like you know, friends on Facebook or whatnot, and he started posting shit about Griffith, you know, because he's black guy, comedian, you know. But he said something about the the Griffith police, and I was like, "Really? Like, I I never never would have thought that." Obviously, I'm a white guy. I'm never gonna think about a lot of shit like that. And um, I started talking to him about it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, there's you know this and that." And I'm like, oh, that's that's yeah, never never knew about that. I looked mm. I looked it up, and it was something from like 15 years ago. Mm. I was like, "Dude, that's 15 years ago." Mm. I you mean, know. Percentage of cops are racist. I mean, you know, so well, it's yeah. a little harder for you know. But, and I, I asked, I was like, hey, you know, are you are you willing to have this discussion with the chief of police? And at first, he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you know. So I try lining up chief of police and this guy, and now I'm not. I never hear anything back from him. You know, um, I was like, all right, well, there's there's that, but. I remember like, one look, time. I, I, I know because like I've, I've made it a point to have that conversation with several people because I'm the average ignorant white guy that's oblivious to that world. So sure. I like to have that conversation so that I can know what it's like on the other side. And I mean, I've, I've had I've had quite a few episodes on the topic. It's been a while since I've had one, um, but I don't think I'm the the average ignorant white guy anymore, you know. But yeah, we've been around the block. Yeah, 
and I mean, shit. I mean, you you look at you look at the group in the past. Like there were there was never any like. All right, no, no, no. We we don't want you hanging out at this party. Like, no, we we had everybody, everybody. Yeah, we everybody. And that's still how I am today. You know, and that yeah. was that was nice. You know, like us growing up like that. We there was no racism, yeah. sexism. We had guys, no. girls. You were black, Mexican. It did not matter as long as you were a cool person. Come hang out. Come gym, yeah. Come party. You yeah. know. You know, if you were a douchebag, you know. Then oh yeah, go that's. Fuck I mean, there there were plenty of douchebags that got fucking sent on their way. We had plenty and, of douchebags that got to stick around too. So well, I mean, yeah, and and shit. Mo- most of the douchebags that we fucking sent away, they <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, what a fucking what what college guy? What the fuck? Uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, fucking. We, we we called him college guy. Just fucking, you know, your your typical college jock that was entitled to everything. Mm, you worst. Know, I'd rather guy. hang out with a crackhead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, was it the one the one party? It was a, I think it was a Halloween party. No, it was a benefit party. I think we we had a we had a benefit party for somebody, and. He comes up to the door and, you know, I'm, I'm working the door and he's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm, you know, let, let me, let me talk to Stessel. It's like, yeah, I, I am Stessel. He's like, no, 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 uh, Tom. It's like, why? He's like, oh, I don't have to pay. I was like, yeah, you do. Every, everybody's got to pay. Yeah. I'm not drinking. It doesn't matter. It's five bucks. It's five bucks to get in the door. Just like, come in, it, just give five yeah. bucks, donate, bro. It's coming you know, to party. Well, I brought my own beer. It's like it doesn't matter. Like it's it's a it's a benefit party. Yeah. Like we're raising money for somebody. Look at ninety percent of the time. Like if you were cool with a group and you didn't have money, come on in. Oh yeah. We never turned anybody away. No. But if you were like a pompous d bag, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, go fuck yourself. But um, yeah. So you know, all right, fine. You know, go get Tom. Tom comes out. He's like, "No, you got to pay." He's like, "Oh, what the fuck, man?" He's like, "I, I got my own." Beer. It's like, "It's not." We're we're, we're raising five money bucks, for somebody. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's five bucks for you to come in here and act like trash a fucking, the fucking house. Yeah, yeah. And oh, Jesus! The Christ. Crystal got trashed, dude. Some some of the shit that happened there was just fucking asinine. I like, remember waking up like on the couch and being like, "Oh," and and like in ten minutes, like before I would leave. I could fill a whole fucking contractor bag full of fucking bottles. Dude, somebody fucking took the bottle of maple syrup out of the fridge and just dumped it all over the stove. Well, that's straight. Yeah, and that, shit like that definitely happened. Fucking 100%. Cut the cord to the microwave and then cut the screen behind the mic because the microwave sat in front of that window. They fucking cut the cord and then cut the screen. Like, why? Like, Everybody here is pretty fucking like. Look at all right, dude. You know we we let a lot of shit slide here, and you're gonna act like this. Like, come on. Yeah, and look at you could basically get away with murder at the Krizal or the garage. Do we, like we there ex- are some things you just don't do. You don't just wreck shit. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, but you know also, we were getting people super fucked up. Yeah. People's inner demons came out. 
Oh, yeah. I've seen people fucking put the cat in the fucking uh, luggage case, you know what I mean? Get fucked up and all of a sudden we hear meowing and all of a sudden there's a cat in the fucking luggage case shoved in the rafter. Like, thank God Where? we found that shit. Where? At the garage. Oh, what at the garage? The cat? Oh, I was, was going to say, not the Chris. What like, was the cat at Pat's house? Uh, Chester. No. Ch- Chester had the the knocked ears because of frostbite. What was the little black cat? I don't remember. I can't remember. Chester was always my favorite. But yeah, I mean, people did fucked up shit, you know? You put a cat in a fucking luggage case and threw it on the shelf? Yeah. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? Pouring syrup on the fucking stove? Like, now you're just being an asshole. That's When when you brought up the cat, like, I thought you were talking about the... It's like, Chris Out never had a cat. Thank God. It's like, we had... We Chris had I didn't se- have really but, any, but animals. like we we had we had several people see cats in the Crizal, but you know, like it was it was a ghost cat. It was a ghost cat. Like there was the Crizal never... definitely could have been haunted. Oh, I mean, for if sure. any house was haunted, it was definitely the Crizal. Yeah. But um, no, we we had a couple of puppies at the Crizal, but like Tom's puppy, when when Tom got a puppy, it was uh, Odin, and he was a uh, what was it? he was. Five ace Timberwolf, three ace Husky, and uh, <clears throat> you know, bought from some crazy lady at the top of the fucking mountain in North Carolina. Um, ended up having Parvo. Oh, the worst. So, like Odin, Odin didn't make it too long, um, which was a fucking shame because he was a great puppy. Uh, and then I had, um. Was it was a yellow lab mixed puppy that oh no that wasn't at the Crizow that was when I was living with Boner um, but I got I got Wrigley Wrigley was like a, a pit mix that I got from somebody from Sheffield's and um, Wrigley ended up having something go wrong with her uh, nervous system which. I have my theories, but um, yeah, that was that was pretty much it there. At least uh, while we were there, when we weren't kids, I guess. Yeah, let's give a little shout out to Bourbon County too, because uh, this backyard stout's pretty good. Yeah, I, like I, I, was, I was weary fan. I was weary of it. When I heard about it, and like my buddy out in Detroit tried it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's, it's good." It's like, all right. I'll I wonder check how it out. it'll age. Mulberries, boysenberries, and marionberries. I don't even know what a marionberry. Neither do is. I. Mulberries are great. Yeah, but they're only good for like a couple a week. days. Yeah. <laughs> you get like one week of great mulberries, and no. it's over. No. You know, as being Midwest people, you know, we got mulberry trees all over yeah. here. You get like a week. You know. And if you pick them, you only got days. Yeah. You know, boysenberries, psh, great. Marionberries, I don't even know what the fuck that is. But this fucking Bourbon County straight tastes like berries. It does. That ain't no Eagle Rare, but. They did good. They did pretty good on these uh, variants this year. I, I like that there wasn't 12 of them. Yeah. They, they, they didn't do. Did you try a the lot. banana yet? Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. It's like banana bread in my beer. Yeah. It's like banana bread, bro. So, this is 
this is different. I like the Eagle Rare the best so far. What was it uh, the other day when you sent me that message? I sent you the picture of the. Uh, it was like a, a creme brulee stout mm. that I got. I I stopped at Region Ale while I was. You were talking for about it, and creme brulee is my favorite dessert in the world. That's I love it. This beer smelled so fucking good. Like I got a growler of it to go from Region Ale, and you know the the, the growler was basically like a big fucking tiki torch fucking fuel bottle is, yeah. is what it looked like but um you know like i i seen it on the menu and i was like oh let me let me give that a try so she pours me a little sip and i smell it and i was like holy shit this is fucking this smells amazing mm. and you know i i took a drink and it's like all right it, it's good enough like it it smells so much fucking better than what it tastes like, but it wasn't it wasn't a bad stout. I'd call it like a run of the mill stout, but the aroma was fucking ama- it was good enough for me to get a fucking growler to go home. I mean, that's what Bourbon County has in my opinion one of the best bases. Yeah. And that's, you know, without the good base you can't pull great flavor out. Yeah. Workforce Brewery, another one you might want to check out. Where's that at? Workforce, like Plainfield area. Yeah. Kills it with the barrel-aged stouts. I forget what they caught. They got um, is it a teddy bear. No, it's not teddy bear kisses. That's some. That's somewhere else. It's, teddy uh, bear kisses is pretty fucking good, though. Teddy bear that, kisses that, that are was, good. That was one that they had when we were in line last year. Yeah, teddy bear Somebody kisses are Somebody had teddy cool. bear kisses. I'm trying to think what the what's called. Sleepy Bear. Sleepy Bear. They have a great lineup. You know, it's their Bourbon County. Yeah. Sleepy Bear. They have Chungus Among Us with like raspberry cheesecake or cinnamon apples. I mean, they have all sorts of crazy shit. They they went off. Yeah. One of the best brewers I've had in a long time. Like, besides Revolution, Revolution always kills it. Yeah. You know. When does the Deepwood series come out? Oh, it's out. It comes it? out the same as Bourbon County. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I I just I I didn't have it in me this year to fucking search anything out. Me neither. I mean with with um so what, yeah. Black Friday was what, like the twenty fourth? Yeah, so you got like a baby coming any second. Yeah, my, my baby came the twenty eighth. You know. Yeah, if I if you know if I would do the same shit, even going off for Bourbon County shopping and spending hundreds of dollars on Bourbon County, bringing a case of Bourbon County home, yeah, my girl would have been like, you know how many diapers that could have been. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that and like, I'm sure you heard ahead of time as well as I did, but like, it was like stores were told, or excuse me, stores were telling people like, look, we got. We got plenty coming in. Like, there's no need to line up this year. And it's like, all right. Yeah, like I said, you know, for years, if you weren't there at five in the morning, you weren't getting these. Yeah. You weren't getting prop. You weren't getting the rares. Yeah. You know, you weren't getting the reserves. You just weren't getting it. And now, now Benny's has fucking pallets of it sitting there. Pallets, yeah. Like I said, go to Halstead right now. Go grab these. That's I'm glad. I'm glad I got to fucking go out last year with you. 
so I got I got the experience of the 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 Black Friday Bourbon County experience. It's still a blast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, you, people are still going to do it forever. When, yeah, when when you look at the fucking share aspect of it, when you look at the share aspect of waiting in line at five o'clock in the morning. When you get there at five, waiting for the liquor store to open up at nine, and you're and you're tanked by the time you go in, so you're you're the liquor store doesn't give a shit because they know you're going to spend more money that way, way you way. know, and yeah, uh, I I'm glad I got to do it uh, when when it was still relevant, I guess, uh, but I mean nowadays, sure, Bourbon County was was the first, but now. Every single brewery is doing doing the same shit. Yeah, yeah. I Which, mean it's still fun to go to Prop Day if you can get tickets for Prop Day. I've I've never been. Me neither. I mean I went one time, but it's been a long time. It's been probably like four years, four or five years. It's it's like Dark Lord Day. I, Dark I'm Lord Day is great, and I think Dark Lord Day what, is fun. Whether you like Dark Lord or not, you go. I hate and Dark it's Lord. It's a fucking blast. I have a blast. Yeah, I, and and that I've I've only been I've only been Dark Lord Day proper once. And I've sat outside once. You know? Sometimes all you got to do is sit outside. Oh, yeah. It's just as fun. Dude, I, I met people from like fucking eight states, like waiting in line. Like, I, you know, I, I had no interest in going. I was able to get a ticket for a friend. And so I went and I waited in line with her while she was waiting to get in. And like, there's a picnic table out on the side of the road. And like eight different states there. It's people sharing beers. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right, fuck. You know, she went inside, and I sat out there with these guys, and because they were in one of the later groups, and it's like, oh, you know, hang out here, fucking, you know, I I tried throwing money out, and People they're like, money. oh they no, just, just drink. No, it's like I, I got I got I got nothing to fucking swap or share. Like, nah, it's cool. You didn't know. Like, all right, man. <laughs> but. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Dark Lord beer, but love going to the fest. Yeah, the beer shares the people. You know, it's a, it's energy. You know. Yeah. Get a here, little here we crazy are. Here music. we are talking about energy again. It's all about energy. You know. Somewhere down the line, that's what it all breaks down to. Yeah. But a couple of good vibrations. Good, good, good. Yeah, good I mean, you vibration. think about it, those. What was that? The Beatles singing that shit. Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Pre-Beatles. You know, they were on acid, too, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? What? who was it? Uh, was he in the Beatles? He, he was the brother of the Beach Boy that was with the fucking Manson gang. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I love the Beach Boys. I go down to Florida. That's like, just listen to the Beach Boys. Yeah. Drive down the beaches. Yeah. Nothing better. Yeah. Oh, you got anything else you want to talk about while we're recording, or we're at? I just want to cry about having a baby. A little over two hours. Uh, well, cry about having a baby. It's hard. <laughs> no, it's well, like what, it's like super. So what, what, what it's like not even hard. It's like super easy because like they're not going cries, anywhere. She either pooped. Or she's hungry. Cool. That's easy to fix. Or she wants you to hold her. Easy to fix. It's just a screaming in your dead sleep. Yeah. That will get you. 
right when you hit that REM, you've been asleep for an hour, hour and a half, <laughs> kicked into that good dream, and then, like, what's happening? <laughs> or, you know, what's even worse is you've been sleeping for two hours, and you're expecting that baby to scream. So you wake and up. And it doesn't. So then yeah. you wake up in a panic, like, why isn't the baby screaming? Yep. And you got to look at it, and you're like, is that baby breathing? It's sitting in the bassinet next to the bed. You poke it. You're like, start screaming. You're like, no, oh, see, thank God. See, I'm no, still see, alive. You don't, you, don't, you don't poke. You watch. You watch. You watch. No, no, no. I'm a poker. I'm a no, no, no. But 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 then the baby screams. Then you you're, gotta get a screamer. You're, you're poking a happy baby and making it unhappy. Listen, and now you gotta listen to it scream. She wants to fuck with me. Fuck with her back. <laughs> How you like this? Who? Oh, you sleeping? Are you? Who? Who win? Who wins in the long run? No one. She does. No one. She. Does. No one wins. But <laughs> no, you. You sit there and and you watch chest rise and fall. All right. She's breathing. I'm going back to sleep. Yes, and and yes, I with with the new one, third kid, I still do it, but I've learned. It's like not, I hear these horror stories. You I, know, I've I've learned not to poke or pick up. You you watch, you watch, because yes, with Kenny, it was like that all the time. Like oh shit, like is everything okay? And yeah, why aren't you breathing? Yeah, but now, like. We put Lucas down, and if he's well, we're I guess in some respects we're like he, he's a noisy sleeper, so really? it's good because he so just, you hear him. He he makes little like monkey noises. Oh yeah, so mine's like, got I, a demon laugh. She's like, <laughs> you're like, are you a possessed doll? Like, what is going on? Just <laughs> we gave birth to Annabelle. <laughs> yeah, that's what she sounds like. But yeah, since since birth, like he. He he makes these noises and like you know we we even asked about him because like worried about if it was a, a breathing issue or not, like oh no he's good, it's like all right so he just makes these little monkey noises and all right, so yeah now now he's my little monkey, um, so but like if he if he's not making any noises for a while, you know, looking there and all right, yep, clothes are moving we're good, <sighs> not gonna. Not gonna bother him. So yes, as 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 much as vengeance is so sweet, sometimes you just gotta let him breathe. Yeah, then they start crying. And you're like, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> now I'm gonna hold you and stay up all night. Exactly. Sleep two hours before work, six a.m. And look what happens. She got exactly what she wanted. She mm-hmm. now now you're holding her while she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kids are great, <laughs> dude. I. I wouldn't fucking change it for the world. And like, it's crazy. That's like that's how I feel too. You know, it's like. I mean, much- if I woke up every morning and the baby was stabbing me a little bit, like giving me like a little knife in the side, yeah. I'd still be like, "It's okay. I love you." Yeah. You got. It's all right. It's all right. I'm just bleeding a little yeah. bit. You know, you're I, it'll heal. Tortured. Yeah. It'll you, heal. You, know, you still love them. You know, don't matter. That's it, as much of a pain in the ass as they could be, and it and that never stops. No, uh, yeah. You know, people are least, like, oh, least, you'll sleep when she's 16. And then when she's 17, you're not going to be able to sleep because she's going to be about to leave. And then you're yeah. going to freak out about that. I'm like, oh, that's great. But Got that to look forward to. Jesus Christ. Being a being a dad is the, the best fucking thing ever. I, that's, you know, I don't understand how anybody could walk away from it. 
Yo, me neither. I could never be, you know, I had a good dad, you know, so I got lucky. You know, my mom walked away from the family. But, like, I could never imagine that. Yeah. You know, no matter what my kid did, like, I'm going to be there for her, you know, like. I could never imagine being like, you know what? I'm just going to quit. Yeah. I'm out. Well, that was, that's one thing I realized, like when I was, when I was a teenager, like, and to this day, but it's like, you know, as a teenager looking around, like, wow, this friend, his parents are getting divorced. This friend, his dad died. This friend, you know, like most of my friends were either you know, uh, a parent down or extra parents, you know, and like, I've, I've always considered myself pretty lucky because I mean, you know, to this day, my parents are together and happy and, you know, fuck, I got, I got lucky with that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just. I, I don't see how anybody, I know people have their reasons. I know there's different circumstances and whatnot, but I, that's one thing that I'll never be able to understand is like somebody who just stops and that doesn't want happen. any contact with their kid. That will never happen to me. Yeah. Unless my kid gets them, you know, when she's like 14, 15, she steals my weed. It's like my last <laughs> bull or something. Yeah. Then should fucking walk it away. You should have asked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, just no. never. That I mean, that thought of like leaving the kid, and just moving on with life, like t- no. Yeah, starting over. No, nah. starting over is not in the cards. But it blows my mind. People do it though. You're they right. Do. No fucks given. They just walk away. Yeah. Yeah, and look at us. Like, we were basically the most irresponsible people on earth for a good portion a of our life. For, you know? for, for a good decade. Yeah. At least. That's one fourth of our life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and probably the first one fourth, you know, we weren't even old enough to really yeah. know anything. Yeah. So, you know, you really think about it, you know. We killed it. But, you know, like, all all my friends, like, my whole life, you know, like, all my friends had kids, and here's me, single guy, I'm out living life, I'm traveling, I'm doing all this. They're like, yeah, you did it right. They're like, that's crazy, you know, like, our life has been just kids, 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 and I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, I wouldn't want to live life like that. Now it's like... I wouldn't trade it. Yeah. Why'd I wait so long? It just wasn't fucking right at the time. You know? Kid made me grow up real fast. Yeah? Probably needed it. I was going to be Peter Pan. That was my plan. Never grow up. Don't have to grow up. I'm still just not going to be responsible. I'm just going to be more responsible. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh. Which not is about that time to go be responsible. On that note, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Ford, thanks for coming by. Grady, yep. you suck at it being co-host. So, you I missed right. out on some uh, good whiskey and some good beers. 
Yeah, and he would appreciate it too. But um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that another time. All right, take it easy, everybody. And there you have it. So, thanks for listening. Good stories, good conversation, good drinks, good times had all around. Hopefully, you've enjoyed. And until next time, uh, I think me and Grady are going to try to get together sometime next week. If not, it'll be after that. You know how it goes here. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening, and until next time.